0: Welcome back, Shifters. Once again, this is your captain speaking, your co-pilot, your fellow light guardian in arms, Brendan, a.k.a. Skull Babylon, a.k.a. Skull the Wolf, welcoming you to another very exciting, educational, and inspirational live broadcast at Paradigm Shift Central Team Roundtable, presented on behalf of ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real-world interactive game to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. And what we're doing here, we're building... A global team of shifters people who are actively helping assist with the shift we are building paradigm shift communities we are constantly being able to encourage people to take action where they are to be able to help make a difference to be able to help plant seeds to be able to help spark the light to be able to help do the little things that make the big difference in the world So checking in, we are live on Facebook, we are live on YouTube, if you guys on YouTube can just drop an 1111 in the live chat, make sure that you guys can uh, confirm that you can hear me okay, and we'll get rolling right into this, and uh, yeah, for those of you who may be entirely new, welcome, we got a very awesome thing happening here as a community. Every Thursday we do these regular broadcasts through team roundtables, as well as rotating through a couple other styles that we got, including the Dream Class, which is happening next week, and also Destiny. School and we also have Sunday Meditation, Guided Meditations at Sundays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time All of that which can be found through here at youtube.com forward slash skull or live.paradigmshiftcentral.com or afterwards at Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes So, got the 1111s coming through loud and clear and uh, thank you guys for your patience, uh, we were a little bit delayed on the live getting into this one, it was just some tech stuff but we are here now, we are good to go and uh, we got some topics on the table tonight to be able to get things rolling, and I'll tell you what those are, as well as just being able to give you guys some very exciting updates uh, within the Paradigm Shift Central project that I want to be able to share with you, as well as some insight of what to be able to expect within the coming future of the project, and how you guys are going to be able to be involved on that level. So again, the intention behind having these discussions, behind having these broadcasts, is to be able to create sacred digital space for community for conscious community people who are interested in things related to consciousness spirituality metaphysics the big questions that we don't always get a chance to be able to talk about and just being able to practice having discussion practice is the key word in this and through practice we learn to be able to Take these conversations beyond these broadcasts, to have them with our friends, family, strangers, and again, even encouraging you to create the physical Paradigm Shift communities where you are, which hosts regular open-minded discussion meditation circles. I'm the facilitator for Paradigm Shift London, Ontario, Canada, and we got Paradigm Shift communities all across the world, and they're popping up every every month. There's new ones popping up, and again, we want to remind you that you can create those where you are too. Find a location, organize a meeting, go do free hugs, connect with people, invite them, repeat and grow and learn, all very exciting things. So the topics that we're gonna get into tonight are some of the topics on the table. We'll we'll see where it goes, it's gonna branch. But one of the things that we're doing is simply, you know, with these team roundtables, we don't always come in with a topic. But for tonight, you know, and as we move forward, we're, we're crystallizing the way that we do these broadcasts. We're constantly adjusting, getting better. And so by having at least a couple topics on the table specifically, it gives us a little bit of more focus as well as just being able to keep things within a nice little box. So the topics that we are going to be covering in tonight's broadcast include the topic of time, time, the elusive and mysterious, ever-present, ever-phenomenal time, and also the topic of mental health and consciousness. And for those of you who may not be aware, this week uh, currently, again, related to the date of October 11th, this has been uh, Mental Health Awareness Week, so this was actually suggested by, by one of our friends in the community, and I know other people within our social media feeds have been talking about this, so I thought this would be a great opportunity for us to be able to come together as a community, and to be able to practice talking about this, though truth be told, but we do still have the intention of being able to do a future destiny school which is kind of a more focused broadcast on one topic uh, about specifically like mental health and consciousness as well so this is almost going to kind of be like a like a bit of a test run not even a test run but again it's, it's just practice it's being able to create space to be able to talk about some very important topics within the community so go into the youtube right now so i'm going to post that again we don't always post that but um, i'm trusting the fact that you know we got an awesome crew here tuned in i'm not i I'm honestly like, if, the, if a troll shows up, we, move, we remove, there's like no password involved, so you can just jump right in, and again, we want people to be able to be in this space with us together. So, before we go any further, uh, because, <laughs> again, I'm just kind of, like, spinning a couple plates here at once. One of the most important things that I forgot to do at the beginning of this broadcast was to be able to let the other shifters who are here with us tonight make some noise and be able to share their voice with the people who are tuned in. So, fellow shifters who are here with me currently in the circle, who is Patty, Turner, and Yuga, I'm going to bring up your guys' microphones. And, uh, guys, just just say hello, make some noise, send some love out to the people tuned tuned into this broadcast. So... Nothing too crazy, oh, please. Yo, what's up, everyone? Boop, 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 yo. <laughs>
1: what up guys
0: awesome alright huge bonus points to you guys thank you for again holding space with me here tonight and I'm just going to bring your microphones down just for the next minute I'm going to go over just a couple things uh, at the beginning of this broadcast to bring you guys up to speed to be able to keep you guys in sync with what is happening within the Paradigm Central Project and what to be able to expect uh, within the coming weeks and especially within the coming months so again we'll get into the topics of time and mental health consciousness. So if you're looking to be able to join this broadcast, then please do that as soon as you can by following the links. I know we got some familiar faces in the live chat. And so as we do that, I just want to mention that again, you know, like for those of you who have been tuned into the past, you guys have heard me talking a lot about like the team Patreon and that's how we support this broadcast. Well, long story short, I'm not even going to talk too much about the team Patreon, but I just want to give a huge shout out to everyone who has recently added their support. If you look on the right side of your screen, you'll see the numbers for the Patreon. On, and you'll notice that literally just from the last broadcast we did from the meditation we went up from 116 to 128 so that's 12 new signups literally just within like five six days not even that and again that's like huge shout out to everyone in the community a lot of that has been from my own personal intention of like figuring out some good tactics that have been working uh, really well in terms of building community and a lot of that is happening through Instagram so make sure you're following me at mystic spider-man and basically basically the way how it's working is that I'm really putting my intention on providing good quality content through Instagram because right now that's the best platform for us to be able to communicate with people other than through YouTube when we're doing these broadcasts because people can like control when they see your content they can manually like engage and it's quick and it's easy and Facebook is just like secondary at this point Facebook is like a ghost town no surprises there but what's happening through Instagram is that more people and this again this is news for everyone because this is like success for the community more people are, are coming across. Across my profile on Instagram and then through there they're connecting they're people who have been following for a while and what I'm doing I'm manually going out of my way and I'm reaching out to people one on one going with my intuition and just like inviting them to be able to donate and this technique is working really well because you know out of that a good percentage of the people are just like yes like you know like thank you Brendan and team we've been following you for quite a while I'd be happy to be able to support and so again thank you to everyone who's adding their contributions on Patreon reminding you real quick the those are available. Those are uh, uh, open to people to be able to donate an asking donation of 3 to $10 per month. And when you do that, you get your shift or booster kit, which again, come with your shift buttons, which have the Paradigm Shift Central website on the rim. Combine these with things like free hugs. You use these as tactics to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. Super effective. It also comes with your light guardian crystal and your laminated free hug signs. And again, there's a light guardian crystal on screen there for those of you who may be entirely new. So go to patreon.com forward slash Brendan when you get a chance and sign up for that and we'll refresh that at about an hour into the show to be able to see if there's been any new signups literally while we're doing this broadcast and so related to the team patreon one of the things that's really awesome and this is just going to be a quick thing and then we're going to mention one more thing about quest journals uh, in the coming future one other thing that's really cool about the patreon again this is exciting news for you guys because this is like something that we've been working towards for a while so there's a physical location in my community where i've uh, got some items on a shelf it's a place in London London. In Ontario, Canada called the Baker's Dozen and it's basically a store. It's like a community center that has like 12 different community stores within it. And then within one of those stores, the grassroots goods stores is where I have items on a shelf. But because I have items on a shelf, I'm allowed to be able to hang out there during the day and to be able to use that space in ways that I want to be able to use it. One of the ways that I'm going to be able to use it in the future is I'm literally going to be hanging out there during the day and I'm going to be setting up my button-making machines. I have two button-making machines. We invested in those. And basically what we're going to be able to do thanks to the support through the community donations and the Patreon is to be able to actually provide local y- local youth and local at-risk youth with an opportunity for them to be able to earn some additional income by inviting them to be able to make shift buttons for about 30 minutes at a time and then we'll pay them $5 on the spot, literally just like in cash and everything like that. So this is a really cool idea because it solves like a couple solutions. You know, it, it's, a couple, it's a solution to a couple things. Like one of them is just the fact that As we continue to get more people signed up for the Patreon, I simply can't spend a lot of my time making buttons, I'll still be doing it manually. But if we have other people helping with that, it's gonna help like, you know, distribute the, the some of the workload from my end of things. So that's incredibly helpful. And again, it's also being able to invite people within the community, youth and also, you know, like other people will will be open to it who wanna be able to contribute their time and who are probably gonna be incredibly grateful just as an opportunity to be able to make like five bucks. You know, like five bucks for thirty dollar for 30 minutes, like that's a pretty good deal. And again, they'd be hanging out, they'd be chatting with me I'd be getting to know them and for some people especially even in the area where we are on in our town like it's kind of like it's kind of like a rougher area so to speak so there's like a lot of like homeless people there and everything like that and Truth be told, you know, I'm sure all of us have been in this situation where $5 to some at some points during our life could be a lot, right? So we want to create that space where literally I'm just going to kind of slowly be putting the message out there, posting on some Facebook groups for the local area and just kind of inviting people a little bit at a time. But then what what I'm going to do, I'm going to create a routine where it'd be like every Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll be there between like 11 and 4 p.m. or something like that. And then people can kind of show up. And they can help make buttons and then they can also get supported that way. So that's a really cool idea. And again, that's like huge victory for everyone in the community because your guys' support is helping make that possible. We're helping, like, again, make that shift physically, like within our local community as well. And so another way that you guys can support, and I just want to be able to mention this because this is really important, is also the paradigm shift the sorry the shifter booster kit monthly subscription option and so this is really really exciting because again this is basically a little bit different than the patreon the patreon you sign up and you get your one kit and that includes your light guardian crystal plus your crystal massage wand and lots of buttons and it's worth over a hundred dollars but then beyond that patreon people can even sign up for this afterwards and combine it for more perks you have the option to be able to get a monthly subscription kit which starts at $25 because you're paying for the kit each month and then through there you're getting additional value but it's not just about what you're getting it's about what you're able to give to other people because again your buttons that you receive are going to be given to other people they're going to connect people to this project they're going to tap them into this story so that's a very very exciting idea and we got two people signed up for that currently and we're working towards our milestone of 10 people and you can find that at questitemshop.com so really inviting and encouraging more people to be able to sign up for the monthly subscription for the shift abuser kit so again huge thank you to everyone thumbs up that's awesome success i'll keep you guys in the loop and right now for the patreon we're working towards our goal of being able to reach 150 active donators on patreon so that's our next that's our next milestone and then from there it's going to be 175 and then from there it's going to be 200 and again like the more funds that we raise like that just creates more opportunities for us as a community it creates more ways for us to be able to support each other and yeah it's really exciting to be able to do that so thank Thank you again everyone for your ongoing support so other thing i just want to mention and then we're going to get right into the topic of time is basically in the coming future as again like right now my main priority one of my main priorities is being able to resolve we're going to start opening up into like other creative parts of the project and so like one of the uh sorry guys can you guys can just drop me an 1111 if you guys can confirm that the uh youtube is still running properly i'm just like looking at my side monitor and it's getting a little glitchy if it's glitchy or something like that just let me know all sorts of things and it's going to be like a single it already is it's a single stream of these quest journal submissions and again you can already go online to live.paradox central and find this already um, okay, so it's a little glitchy, guys. Guys, can you confirm for me what you mean by uh, just like a little glitchy? Is like the screen flashing because I was seeing that on my thingamajig. Yeah, I think it's better now. It's coming and going. Okay, keep an eye on that. Yeah, eventually, once we get all the up- once we get all like the additional funds, I'll buy a new computer and then we'll have awesome streams. But what I'm gonna do in the future, I'm inviting. I'm gonna create for you guys. Like it's my. Job again, this is you know part of what I'm passionate about. This is part of what you guys are helping make possible through our support is to be able to help train you guys in your journalism, in your creation of quest journals. And so, what I'm going to do, and I'm still formulating this, and we'll talk more about later, is basically create like a specific group that will kind of be like a challenge group to be able to help people in fulfilling assignments for creating quest journals. So I'm going to teach you guys how to do video editing from your mobile devices. I'm going to teach you guys how to do like journaling. I'm going to teach you guys how to be able to like document certain events. I'm going to teach you guys like formatting and everything like that. And then again, like this is going to be a really powerful thing to be able to give you guys the tools to be able to express yourself. And within this challenge, there will be like different assignments, like different types of Of quest journal submissions that you guys will be able to submit. And and again, that will kind of be like a timeless thing where people can kind of do it in the future and still get caught up on it and stuff. But we're going to provide that for free. And uh, that's, again, a really exciting thing to be able to make possible within the community is, you know, I've been creating conscious media and on YouTube for all these years and stuff like that. But it's always been my objective to help uplift the community, to help create other people who are also help help support other people who are also creating their own conscious media and again even as the project continues to unfold another thing that you're going to see and i didn't even plan to mention this but it's really important and then we're going to get right into the discussion is also i'm going to be focusing a lot on interviewing specific people within the community one-on-one so this is going to be a really cool thing where again basically like say such and such is like their own conscious YouTuber. I'm going to create like about a 30 minute, maybe 45 minute one-on-one interview pre-recorded, post that up to my YouTube channel, stylize it, make it all good. We did a version of this way back in the past with Bridget Nielsen. It was like a pilot episode and we're going to be doing more of that. And there's so many of you in the community who I want to be able to interview. And so at this point, I want to be able to invite people to be able to volunteer. If you're like, yeah, Brendan, I would love to be interviewed. And so again, it would be like an extension of what, you know, it's, it's another version of a podcast episode, basically and we would put it through the stream and it would be an awesome way for you guys to be able to help get your stories out there, to be, get more of your art out there, to get more of your work out there. So again, as Paradigm Shift grows, this is a community platform to be able to hu- uplift all of us. And that's like a really, really exciting thing that I, again, I'm just like super passionate about and I'm grateful for you guys in supporting it. So if you have any questions about that, let me know, but stay tuned to it. So for all you out there, just you know, huge thumbs up. Thank you for being a part of this. So again, centering into the intention of this broadcast. We are here to be able to help educate, entertain, and inspire. We are here to be able to help spark the light. We are here to be able to help take the vibrations of this broadcast and ripple it out. This is about building a global team of shifters, light guardians, people who are here to actively help assist with the shift in consciousness. So again, thank you guys so much for being a part of this. I know a lot of you have been around for a while. For those of you who are new, welcome. We got an awesome thing going on here. So... Let's get right into the discussion, and uh, with that, I want to get right into the topic that we got on the table, which is like the topic of time, and then from there, we'll we'll kind of decide when the conversation is going to jump more into like the mental health and consciousness, and uh, we'll keep this broadcast pretty much wrapped up within two hours. I want to be able to keep it as a nice, nice, concise package for those of you who are tuning into this. So, I'm gonna open. I'm I'm gonna do things a little bit differently. I'm just gonna open up the uh, the um. Actually, okay, no, I'll I'll just kind of I'll just get the ball rolling real quick, and then you guys can put your hand up for whoever wants to go next, uh, to be able to just jump in on this. So. And again, inviting anybody to join in the broadcast. we got four of us right now. we got room for more people in this broadcast. So if you guys want to jump in, please feel free. But absolutely, you're totally cool hanging out in the, in the YouTube chat as well. We see you guys there. Oh, and for people on Facebook, for people watching this on Facebook, sorry, Facebook, you guys are secondary. I do not have my eyes on the chat on Facebook, but I will pull it up in a second. So if you're watching this on Facebook, make sure you jump over to YouTube and make sure you turn into YouTube every time in the future. Facebook is a ghost town at this point. We're leaving it behind, so... Moving on, you know, forward, forward, keep moving forward. Alright, so time. Let's see. Okay. Practicing having a discussion about time. What the heck is time? Alright, so I'm just gonna say a couple things and then inviting someone else to go in next. Okay. Time. Hmm. Okay. So I think like for me, time is like something that I remember like a big part of my own personal paradigm shift was when I kind of realized that like time is definitely not a linear thing and it's interesting because I think in a lot of ways time is actually used as almost like a control mechanism within this reality almost kind of like consciously and subconsciously uh kind of like ultra consciously and then like in a way that's like just kind of yeah, like, just not even, it, it's, it just kind of isn't, wow, okay, I butchered that, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, um, yeah, you know, like, what if we knew the future, how would that affect our present, and what if we already had an idea that there were events already in the future, and we're in, we're simply in the process of aligning with them, so with my perceptions of time, it really gets into this whole idea of, like, kind of like a quantum perspective on things, where right now, you know, like, if I were to If I were to kind of draw this out in a graph, which some of you have seen me do this before, I measure time as like you take a tree where it's got branches facing up and branches facing down and there's a trunk in the middle. You take that tree, you turn it sideways. You got that visual of like branches going in both directions and then the trunk in the middle. That to me is an actually an incredibly sufficient way of modeling time in the sense that in the past there's all these branches which are kind of like quantum flux and then in the future there's also a bunch of branches which are like quantum possibilities and then time if you're measuring it from like a left to right thing it's kind of like this like pressure point that kind of like moves through these experiences and then essentially the future um, again is kind of like these quantified possibilities and yet they crystallize in the now so what the now is is like the the ultimate crystallization of the best possible realities that can happen. At least that's my kind of concept of, that's the way I perceive it. Because I think that this this is just kind of like my theory, and I keep talking about this, that this reality is like the quote-unquote perfect reality. And by perfect, I mean the best reality for our growth. So like out of all the quantum possibilities of the future, whatever we're experiencing right now is kind of like the best possible place for us to be able to be in order to be able to learn the lessons that we can learn. But yeah, long story short, I'm going to pass to the talking stick. For me, a big paradigm shift was when I realized that we already exist in the future. And for me, that brought in the relevance of synchronicity because I understood that synchronicity wasn't just something random, but it was actually something that I could meet halfway. I knew that if I was going downtown and doing free hugs, that from a time perspective, I was already connecting with the people who i hadn't free hugged yet who i hadn't met yet and it was just a matter of me kind of showing up and so if i knew that that possibility was there then i showed up with that intention and then i met that reality even if i couldn't see it i could still see it i could still know that there was a possibility of it so i think like we are time travelers by nature and i'm just going to leave it there and i'm going to invite somebody in the circle uh give me a thumbs up if you guys want the talking stick next and i'll pass it I'll pass it over to you so patty i'm gonna pass it over to you because i know patty's in the uk and, and i don't want to keep him up too late so patty i'm just bringing up your microphone patty go ahead give me a sound check make sure it's coming through okay yeah it sounding good yeah it sounded good man and uh patty thank you so much for your support on the patreon as well appreciate uh, it man. No, it's so.
1: nice. it's all good all good um personally i think uh, personally i think time can be is it's it's, it's it is linear in one aspect but in most regards it's actually a scalar um aspect of reality and that the the faster and the more like the faster and the more um closely in line your intention is to doing something um the the faster time can go towards that set goal um in terms of like if you look towards the future and you have a plan and you can set it into motion then time doesn't really seem to go slowly if you end up enjoying yourself um, and that's one thing that is really really important to be honest because you have to make sure that what you're doing is good for reality but also that you enjoy doing it because just because you're doing something that's beneficial for everyone else if you don't feel, feel it's true to you then it's just going to drag and drag and drag and you just end up going again getting bored of it so you just have to make sure that you're doing stuff that's you know agreeing with you and agreeing with like just like as well as the fact that like time is one of these things that we don't really know, like we won't be able to actually delve into until we've actually gone to the higher dimensions ourselves, anyway. And um, it's one of those core basic principles of reality. Um, as, as we live in 3D reality, anyway. And so you get up to like the eighth and ninth dimension, they kind of become irrelevant because time just starting to go just goes and just it's completely like it's it's all to do with Saturn, and Saturn dictates time really. Um and being locked into the 3d reality is what what we have to kind of break free from so if we're going to talk about time it's kind of like about how we can foster and create ideas that allow us to break free from the actual constraints of time and actually allow us to get to the point where our lifespans aren't gauged by how long we've lived but by what we've achieved
0: cool that's yeah no that's that's good well well said patty you get points, points there. Should I be giving out points to you guys? Should it work that way? Um, <laughs> bonus points. Gold stars. No, that's good, man. That's good. It, 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 was, it was actually, um, I was starting to think about things as you were talking about that, but I'll, I'll save them. So uh, Turner, you had your thumb up or I think Turner and Yuga, did you guys, Yuga, you had your thumb up. Who wants to go first? Turner or Yuga? You, okay. I'm going to pass it to Yuga and then we'll pass it to Turner. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yuga, go ahead, dude. You got, you got the talking stick um let's just do a sound check real quick because i don't think you we know? got or sorry hold on no now try because i was turning up turner's mic that's why you good yeah we're good we're good don't worry I, i'm a All professional right. Go for it. <laughs>
2: okay so time being as com- complicated and confusing as it is um i've seen that there's i'll just say there's three words that i'll use to get my points across there's empirical time relative time and imaginary time imaginary time will be astral realm multiverse timelines and stuff like that. Uh, Relative time would be what I'm experiencing and what's around me. And then empirical time would be basically the cosmic clock. Uh, Relative time being our main subjective experience and how we all connect through source and through other material gains. I've seen that there's a lot of... Probabilities and consistencies that go with the fact that everything does exist. Seeing that the dream world, imaginary time, and are float intermingle and will touch with each other. Uh, there's so many profound experiences I could touch upon, and it, it definitely could drag on. And I know a lot of other people can. Um, knowing that the future is ever present seeing that we are time travelers, as Brendan said, seeing how time can go so fast and move so slow. There's so many moments that happen that I've come to realize that time is essentially everything, that time is the key fundamental factor that exists through all dimensions, as some form of love, essentially. But seeing that the best probability that does exist is something I definitely agree with Brendan on, that out of all the possibilities, out of everything that can and does exist, that not just subjectively, but uh, in a a more unified way, all of us collectively putting in an effort to go to this type of perfect new heaven to coexist and consciously evolve in a perfect way, symmetrically and just in any form that anyone would want really. I think I could just leave it up there because I'm getting kind of lost in my own
1: thoughts.
0: Good, good job, man. Good job doing doing some exercises there, right? Again, remember, this is just yeah, like mental gymnastics. It's a broad topic. Talking about time is like really trippy. Like once you kind of... Because it's one of those kinda things where it's just it like... Down. Again, we're like, we're like in it. We're literally in time. And then it's just like, what? Like what does that even mean? Like what? Like again, I was kind of talking about this. I put up a post and it's just like imagining time literally as like the ocean of energy that we're in in a sense. Like imagining time as like this like... Again, I almost think of time as like as like a matrix or, or something like that. it's it's like a it's a, a bubble that we're in. So maybe outside of the bubble time exists differently or something like that. I don't know. maybe we'll see again. I yeah, see... I've
2: seen how things can be predetermined. there I mean there's a lot of key moments in my life where it's like this was definitely meant to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. but then there's
2: so much stuff that's in between. it's hard to go off of other things. but recently, I've had some stuff that confirms a lot of things I've had prior theorized yeah yeah We're but everything a... does exist in fact
0: i've checked <laughs> <laughs> trippy yeah it, exactly right like just that that whole idea And no, we'll pass it to turner and that's good yuga um again just that whole idea of like does everything exist at once like what does that actually mean in a sense so i uh, blown everything all right okay everyone hold on buckle up turner i'm passing it over to you uh if you would like to go next and then we got luna in here luna can i get a thumbs up from you if you would like to share afterwards as well luna i think luna might okay we'll check in with luna i think she i think she can hear us luna give us a thumbs up if you can hear us eventually okay turner i'm passing it over to you and uh the talking stick is in your hands dude so whenever you're ready give us a give us a little thoughts we'll on test, time test. It sounds good man you're good
3: cool well, you know, as far as time, I've always thought it was a construct of our brains, right our brains creation that is coming through our senses, and so you know, time is just a constraint of how our brains organize emaciating this real this um movie, so to say, of our lives moving forward now. And I've kind of gathered this from my own experiences taking um, psychedelics. You know, when you take a psychedelic, it rearranges the neurons. It's making new connections that it never would have when you're sober. So to me, I believe when you take psychedelics, you're able to do all of time and experience time in a different way than you are normally able to. Um, We make new neural connections every day by what we choose to believe in, what we surround ourselves in, within ourselves, and without ourselves. Kind of breaking free of the constraints of our time, I think, is also rewire and change our neural connections and our brains allowing ourselves to step free of the limitations we place before or into a new reality of experiencing time in an entirely different sense of the, of the way. Um, you know, I, I've always thought about time, time travel many, and uh, the comment, like, Travel movies. It's like, well, if we go back in the past, what if we run into a version of ourselves? You know, what happens if we see ourselves when we travel time? But I really do feel like that that isn't necessarily a truth because, in essence, we are all connected. Every single person is just a reflection of very and our avatar of this person we are now. idea that you know the person down the street that we make eye contact with is really just another collective of who we are as a person so in essence we really do talk to ourselves we run into ourselves all the time meeting yourself and ruining this whole like you know um linear concept of time i Feel like is misconception
0: misconception man, is that good? It was is that good? Passing the talking stick. It's like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good, cool man. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Turner. FYI, and and it's not like uh, it's just um, sometimes your feed was like kind of like stopping for a couple seconds. So like I don't know if the honestly it all came through, but I'm just letting you know in case you want to do like a quick refresh between now and next time we pass it to you.
3: Yeah, I've been having some issues like that when you guys are talking as well. It's just kind of.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it, like the cables getting pinched or something like that. But yeah, no, it's all right, yeah. man. Still came through. Cool, dude. Cool, dude. Sweet. Well, again, I think this is good. I think we got I'm some too much energy. <laughs> must be it. Must be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I think we got some good ideas uh, to be able to work with here, and uh, there's a lot more ideas that I want to be able to like hit upon um, as we keep going through here, and we'll pass it over to um, Luna. I'm gonna pass over to you in a minute. Is that cool? Would you like to do that to talk a little bit about time? okay cool all right okay i uh, i'm just going to mention something real quick because um even uh, a little bit with what you were saying turner about psychedelics uh i've had i've had a, there, there's a friend of mine uh who's talked about this and i think it's actually been more than one friend i think like two two people who i know who've talked about this we like on psychedelics uh specifically lsd and again uh drugs are bad okay <laughs> Um, but but obviously think for yourself, right? But uh, you know what what I'm getting at is when they were on this psychedelic experience, what they actually experienced was um uh time literally slowing down. So like you know if you're just like walking along and stuff like that, and then suddenly like for them, this is what they experienced: time like literally slowed down, like literally, like they were in it, and you know like your hands moving in front of your face, and it's like do 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 do, and like from their description they it's not like it was like it felt slow it their perception literally shifted into a state where they're perceiving time in a slower frame rate and again and even you're kind of talking about frame rates and stuff like that and again i think like from from one perspective you know what is time time is an illusion And what I mean by that, I'm not saying that time isn't real, but what I, again, something can be an illusion and still be a thing, right? Um, But it's like created in a way that isn't actually like what it appears to be, isn't actually quite what it is. And so what I, what I perceive time to be, and again, I feel you guys are probably like already onto this is the idea that, you know, time is essentially like these just frames back to back to back to back to back to back like within this reality and there are some people who have like synesthesia and stuff like this and they talk about this and And even you know this could this can relate into like kind of branching into like mental health stuff as well but there are some people with synesthesia where they're talking about literally being able to see the frame rates of reality so you know if you like throw a ball across a room like it would be like do, 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 and you could almost like count it and stuff like that and so like in that perspective, you can literally think of this reality as, again, very much like a a super awesome video game with very high frame rates per second, the FPS frames per second. And if you were to think about this reality as like a hyperdimensional computer, then essentially you could understand how it could create the illusion of time by creating infinite amount of dimensions back back to back to back to back to back to back to back a million billion times like every second. And then why not? Because it has infinite processing power presumably and then basically from there from like that perspective all of these little like points that are so freaking hyper appear smooth and in the same way that's how we have motion pictures and stuff like that like this is just a side point but like straight up guys if you haven't realized it yet every single thing in technology is actually plagiarism of spiritual of something spiritual. And and I'm I'm using the terms like plagiarism probably in a way that you haven't heard it before. But basically, I mean that like everything that we see in our technology is based off of something within our spiritual nature. Cameras are eyeballs, like movies are dreams, you know, like antennas are hairs, things like that. So you can kind of like, there's lots more analogies to that. But again, in the same way we look at movies when we're just like watching and we're just like, oh, that's clearly... It's ha- as if it's happening in front of me when in reality it's just like a, f- a collection of frames happening back to back to back to back. That's kind of what's happening within this reality. So, and people talk about that, that within like this quantum flux of things, if you were to really be able to like stretch things out and get all hyperdimensional and stuff, you would see that this reality isn't one continuous smooth thing. It only appears to be one continuous smooth thing. And in reality, it's just a bunch of slivers. Like, at least that's kind of what what I think about it I'm going to pass over to Luna another idea I want to talk about afterwards is um, the idea of like time uh, like time flying when you're having fun there's a very interesting idea that I want to be able to share with you guys about that that's actually like a practical thing so Luna I'm going to pass the talking stick over to you and if you can just give me a microphone real quick so Luna can you say hello hello yes okay cool can you hear? yes we can okay cool oh. Sweet. Well, Luna, wel- <laughs> welcome to the circle officially, and uh, thank you so much for being here and being a part of the conversation. So, we shall pass the talking stick over to you, and uh, when you're ready, go right ahead. And hello to your, your friend as well. Hello.
4: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Cool. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm being really bashfully shy right now. This is, uh like you mentioned before, st- trying something to step out of your comfort zone. So, uh, don't mind me if I'm just a little off on of my start here. But, um when you're talking about the psychedelics and people's experience on seeing time, it, it kind of like frames. I will have to say that I kind of experienced that myself a couple of years ago. i um, at a rave, uh, which I kind of had acid, but that's not what triggered it actually. Cause I accidentally took peyote, you know, being induced. Right. Um, I do remember I was able to see uh, time in an effective, if I could explain this right. Uh, I I saw the slits, I saw the the smoothness of things moving from one frame to another to another. But I also got to experience, it's kind of weird to say the, the, I guess the pride of knowing like, okay, I'm gonna last for one second, but hey, I'm gonna help produce the next slide kind of thing. You know, it was kind of that weird feeling back then. Um, And I've used that since then. Uh, to widen myself and, and definitely I've been practicing right now recently, like kind of being a hermit a bit from everybody else, but it's because um, I've been trying to learn to see through my third eye a lot more, like to see what you're mentioning about, you know, time kind of being a flow, but then it's, it's an flow. It's all, it's all over the place. It could be still, but you know what I mean? Like there's so many aspects of it that it it can be not real too right like it's 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 mind blowing to think like that right so i kind of use that basis since then and i've evolved it since then too and recently i just uh i've been practicing a bit more into that like a another step like is there anything more to understand about this like how to see interdimensionally i i guess you can say right um so i will say that indefinitely right now i'm noticing that Uh, I can create a space where I can have more time like just in general instead of feeling like cramped up going like oh no I gotta go here I gotta go there I gotta do this I gotta do that it's like no no you can add an extra frame where it's like take a break and I can just add it in without interrupting anything else really you know what I mean like if that makes any sense I don't know
0: yeah I definitely I definitely feel on that one
4: i guess that's uh just kind of a start right now again i'm just kind of being really bashful too right now but that's that's kind of where i want to start off with too as well and just hear everybody else's point of views and so far you guys have some pretty amazing ones that i'm really just interested to help myself too to like you said also i'm going to mention um about you know building community and bringing everybody together and uh bad ideas and helping each other with free to flow <laughs> I don't know like that's that's what I'm coming down to and it's just a lot to take in at the same time you know like a lot of my life right now is um, feels like it's kind of shattering I know it's really good and yet at the same time I'm so scared that you know what if I fail what if this is wrong you know this and that and I do myself have mental disabilities too as well which I'm starting to see a lot uh actually incorporating healing tools for myself right now with this all together with mental illness and realizing that, hey, maybe it's a good way to kind of see a different perspective on that too, you know what I mean? So again, like there's just so much going on right now. I'm just trying to get myself collected in here, you know what I mean? So that, that's where I'm kind of at right now. Okay. <laughs>
0: thank you again yeah thank you again luna for being here and thank you again for sharing and absolutely you know like this is this is a comfortable safe community space and absolutely you know i've said this a bunch before this is just practice and yeah you know it's great to just be able to like be here and to to just like even it happens to me sometimes where i'll just be like oh words what like how do i move my mouth again (laughs) or something like that you know so it's like it's, it's nice just to be able to do things in a very playful way, but no, I appreciate you being here and um, also to be able to, you know, a, again, for the continuation of the conversation that we'll get into a little bit more as we keep going through here. So Luna, awesome. I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud of you for being in here. I know you've been tuned in for at least like almost like two or three months now and, and now you're here. So yeah. awesome. <laughs> sweet.
4: I'm, I'm still so here too. Yeah.
0: Awesome. We Wicked. Cool. All right. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mention a couple ideas. And then let's again, let's just kind of like, we're just kind of going freestyle popcorn style, just bounce around with ideas. That's the practice of what it is that we're doing here. And again, us doing this, let this be practice for you guys listening, you know, practice listening to what we're talking about while also giving you guys some ideas that might shift a couple paradigms for you, like, <laughs> tune in to Paradigm Shift Central where you're guaranteed to get at least a couple paradigms shifted per broadcast. At least a couple. But I wanted to actually just, um, here's one that might just, like, shift your mind for you and then, uh, someone, I'm gonna ask for a thumbs up in a second, so for everyone wants to grab this. Okay, again, it's going back to this idea of, like, we are time travelers. Because, like, it's one of those things that It's We do it all the time that we kind of overlook the magic of it in in a lot of ways. And basically what I'm talking about here is the idea of the fact that right now we are in the present moment. Yes, we can recognize that. But, but, crazy as it is, our brain has the ability to think of something outside of the present moment. Like our brain has the ability to think of a memory. And our brain has the ability to like envision a future. Is that not a form of time travel in itself? Because, like, essentially, again, you know, to me, it goes back to this analogy of thinking about the universe as very much like a computer. And if you think about that, you can think about everything as data, and then you can think about the past as being data, and you can think of the future as being data. And so, if that's the case, where we are, we're like at our computer, our mind. It's like our computer. And then we use our mind to be able to access those different data points. We literally run searches on them. You know, we'll sit here and be like, be like, oh, what was that thing that I did last week? Here, let me let me run a search on it. And then it'll be like memory working. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah, that's right. I went to my friend's house that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, now I remember and stuff like that, right? And so like, in a sense, we, we are t- literally outside of the present moment in any given situation simply through our thoughts. Like, that's like, again, I think it's one of those things. It's just like, it's so incredibly phenomenal, but we do it so much all the time that we just kind of forget about it. Um, so again, you know, like when we get into higher dimensions, when we start talking about dreams and stuff, we talk a lot about the idea that outside of this physical plane, we exist beyond the present moment. We exist outside of time. And yet, yet this is the trippy part that perhaps time has like its own relative context within different dimensions. So perhaps the time that we experience here on earth is one thing. And then the time in like the astral planes is actually its own kind of time, if that makes sense. And then there's like another dimension higher above that, that has like its own time. So it's kind of like layers within layers within layers. It's kind of, again, you know, it's like the Russian dolls type thing. And it's just kind of like, so like if we're the doll close to the middle, then you know, like that's our version of time. But then there's a time that's like outside of that time. And then there's a time that's outside of that time. And then there's a time that's outside of that time and then there's, like, above that, there's, like, you know, full godhead mode or whatever like that. God mode activate. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's, again, there's another thing I'm going to talk about um, related to, like, how to kind of... A concept about, like, again, um, time time flying when you're having fun. There's something really important that I want to mention about that in a minute. But I want to pass the talking to stick around first. Someone give me a patty I'm going to pass it over to you. And uh, hopefully, uh, again, yep. I don't want... Patty, make sure you go to sleep at some point, okay? I wanna... oh, yeah, don't worry. I'm probably gonna be
1: going off in about half an hour, maybe. <laughs> okay, like, cool, cool. So I, I need about four hours sleep. It should be cool. Yeah, well, it's um, time. Yeah, I, um... to... yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just on what oh, you sorry. mentioned just then about like time. Uh, like right, there's a guy that I recently just like saw a video about. Um the guy's called Jesse Elder. I'm not sure if you've seen the video about him saying that time like mentioning the um, the topic you were literally just saying that how you can literally rewrite the past by like retelling how you you know how you imagine what would happen like in the past has happened and also you can create the future by envisioning it's like the law of attraction it's it's like you know either you can allow your mind to to, to obsess over what could possibly go wrong or you can try and just manifest those things to go better um and the the, the the amazing thing about that is the fact that we have this like conscious ability to be able to dictate our own future to to, to whatever end we kind of like want and that's the thing though is is when we allow our egos to take too, con- too much control it can kind of lead us off to the path like off to a kind of like sort of self-absorbed path where like we just have to kind of focus on the fact that the um the end goal here is to just make sure that you know hu- humanity is is making a positive impact on this on and on, on not just the environment around us but the time streams that also on either side of the moment that we're in at that time because I've noticed from doing so many different things through, through my life that like I notice in well I've felt the feeling when in like one reality I end up like just you know you can just like I've seen cars hit me in different realities and like go bouncing off the top and like just them up having to do it and then as it doing and envisioning doing jiu-jitsu and not in jiu-jitsu but like you know like more like you know just reacting in a way to parkour your way out of it so like rolling over the car and then just standing up and like brushing it off and being like oh right i didn't get hit by car i jumped over the car and that kind of stuff it's just oh pro- well absolutely nothing probably going off into a tangent here <laughs> um anyone else not hearing me
0: patty we can hear you wow. it's good it's good keep going
1: um yeah it's um, that? Dodging, um dodging cars yeah dodging, dodging cars. yeah no like this is one thing that i that, that, that i actually had as a um as an extremely really weird like it was so strange there was four of my friends that were that were watching me cross a road two of them saw me get hit hit by by a car so i was to cross the road this way right there was a car coming this way and a car coming that way so like in like say the road was that i was crossing the road this way There was a car coming that way and a car coming this way i walked through this first car into the middle of the road two of them see me seen bounce that way and then two of them see me bounce that way and i walked straight across the road through the two cars (laughs) and i just looked back and they were like oh my god you just got hit and i'm like guys i'm fine and they're like, what the fuck? And they all literally had like, nearly had like mental breakdowns because they just seen me apparently get hit by a car like through the cars getting hit. And <laughs> I have never been able to explain that. And I think it was just like one of those wobble walks where you kind of just don't really realize how close to the wire you just, took yourself but you just kind of like pulled yourself through because you were like because what in that moment I was like right I'm going to this destination and I don't care what happens in between I'm just getting there and that's that's basically beauty of time is is because if you if you can just carry on making sure you see yourself in the future doing positive things for reality it doesn't matter what things you go through because it, it to an extent, to an extent, like say, say you're stupid enough not to see like a car in every single reality, you're going to cause problems for yourself. But in one out of a billion, it's too major of a problem. You just have to be conscious on a on a on a multi-stream level. And one thing I wanted to say before was how we think this time is like. It's it's such a massive, massive concept. It is like Doctor Who says, it's a tiny, whiny ball of stuff. Like every single person you meet will cross your path in different ways. And every single action that you take will can sometimes manifest itself again and again and again until things are learned from them. And you just have to, it's, it's just this rolling ball of energy really, it's time. Um, and it carries on rolling and rolling and rolling until everyone learns what they need to and, you know, garners what they need to from life.
0: Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Weird, um, weird man. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, really sure. that's um, yeah, that's some pretty intense stuff. And, and again, just trying to like wrap my head around like that concept yeah. of like again, kind of like almost like experiencing a reality, but then it, it kind of like not solidifying, and then you're almost like you like jump a timeline or something like that. It's like yeah. kind of like a yeah, phenomenon actually, that's thing.
1: thing. That's one thing, yeah, to the Mandela Deadpool. Yeah, effect. It's something like I've that. That is heard ridiculous. Other like that of it. things. Right, okay, when I was a kid, I remember the that Nelson Mandela um, had died in, like, the 80s or the 90s, right? After he'd been called a terrorist in the 80s by David Cameron and a few other things. Then he apparently died recently in 2016. I'm sure he died in 2016, but you go and look on Google and it says he died in, like, 2013, right, or something, or it's different. It's like either he died in 2013 and he actually died in 2016 or he died in – yeah, I don't know. And it's it's such a weird one because he's that, that, that term was coined after – his death swapped a date like a few times, like it just started jumping all over the place, and that's why that's because and then not even because, but the reason why they called it that, and obviously not just that, is the um, the fact that there's this this like not really this phenomena is is like attributed to that because there's a lot of things that have started like going wobbly, like um, oh, what else? Um, there's it's just, it's such a, the, the Mandela effect itself is such a wavy topic because there's so many examples of it happening and yet there's no solid evidence and not really much solid evidence. Like, except for the fact that, like, okay, there's one, it's re- and, and it, this is the thing, is the evidence for it is so minor that it doesn't really hold much weight. Like the Berenstein bears, that's now, the it's it used to apparently be spelled S-T-E-I-N. Right, and now it's S T S T A I N, or something like that. And there's a few like Chuck E Cheese that used to be Chuck E Cheese, and now it's Chuck E Cheese's. And there's just like little bits, but like this is one thing that Turner was going on to before is what would happen if you went and met yourself back in a different back, like back in time? Well the reason why the mandela effect the theory about the mandela effect is the, is, is the possibility that that's due to time travelers going back in time and causing slight ripples but not big enough waves to change anything so it ends up just changing letters and tiny little details and just tiny little like things between like just just you know kind of irrelevant level stuff but the um the the, the thing i'm trying to get out here is the fact that like if you can send a thought stream in your mind back in time for a set enough amount of time you can change the past very dramatically and you can also you can also um you know, um, affect the future in a massive way by focusing your energy towards that. And one other thing that I've also noticed as well, just before I end this little stream, and I'm probably going to go to bed, maybe in a short amount of time after, is the fact that time dilation. If anyone ever heard of that, it's a physics phenomena. Um, is when you move faster towards the speed of light, um, time slows down, right? And that's a real physical phenomenon. If you travel at the speed of, like, if you travel at the speed of light, time does not exist. So, But this is one thing that I've noticed is just going up to 100 mile an hour and 150 mile an hour has a similar effect on time because everyone else relatively to you is going through time faster, even though they're moving slower. So you're just going faster as well as going through time slower. So you go doubly as fast and that's why the speed limit is so slow because they don't want you to realize this and the fact that you can actually get places so fast if you just go a bit below the speed limit that you can actually manipulate and like, like it's it's kind of amazing because if you put your body through like i used to know notice that if i put my body through paces i could walk up maybe ridiculous paces like i don't know up to 10 miles an hour walking like just like just I mean like jetting places and people will be like how the fuck do you get places that quick I'm like I don't know it's just most what your body a, a vehicle a, your, ve- your body is a vehicle and if you push it to the limits it can do astounding things like astounding things and you know I, I think that's one thing that I think this whole concept consciousness uh, consciousness is about is just reaching new limits reaching new heights and having better like you know better kind of principles because you know the 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 core principles you hold within like and the core principles you hold within yourselves and like they carry through into what you do and they your actions then carry through into your habits and your habits then carry through into who you are and then that just carries on affecting the people that you meet and if we carry on like advancing ourselves at the core level, not just like what we talk about, then it, it just really the scope of our growth just astronomically increases. It goes exponential after a certain amount of time.
0: Weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Sweet, man. Do you, uh, anything else you want to add on that? That was a good run. Um, I good think, uh, probably not (laughs) i mean yeah just kind of like uh sorry go ahead i don't want to cut you off if you had more to say
1: no i said probably not i don't think so while i was talking though i did change the shape of my snowflake
0: obsidian (laughs) did you (laughs) yeah yeah i mean you're 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 hitting upon the mandela effect there uh a little bit and and again like i think that's like one of those things that's a it's an interesting phenomenon to be able to study personally like from my research on it i think like I admit, when I was first going into it, I was like, I was like, sweet baby Jesus, like, what is going no, on God. here? But like, no, I think, I think a really lot bad. of it, I think a lot of it just has to do with like us having kind of like faulty memory in, in a lot of ways. I think, a I think a lot of it has to do that. But, but I'm not, I'm not against the idea that this reality is freaking weird sometimes. And sometimes, like things happen. Sometimes there's like weird anomalies where like things just like oh, don't well, happen the way they're quite no, normally no supposed to.
1: Heard of, have you heard of cern obviously there's the, the research right center, yeah 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 That's right. and um, well the um the first three first four letters of that is cern c-e-r-n right um the um they, they've they've kind of not even theorized but the the, the the whole conspiracy theory around it and people saying that the cern is like an attempt to send either particles or it's like a um a a, 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 a sort of a link to, link to um, Saturn as well, It's they're trying to open a portal to Saturn to try and bring the gods that are trapped on Saturn back to Earth or whatever. Um, and like, um, the thing is, one thing I find really funny about it is the first four letters also relate back to the god of uh, the underworld in Celtic, in the Celtic um, mythology, which is Cern- Cern- Cernusus? Cernusus. He's literally like the Hades of like, the, the Irish like, mythology. Um, and he was the god of time. He was one of the gods of time as well. And it, it's kind of strange because he just, it, it, it's weird. The Mandela effect is one of those where you, you have to be very careful because obviously the 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 facility at CERN has a god of Shiva, and God of, and Shiva is obviously is obviously the god of destruction, and you just kind of have to like be wary of what you um, what you can unravel um, if you go too delving if you go if you go delving too deep into it. The the best thing is to be able to manipulate it to your own ends instead of trying to study things. If you can understand the vector, if you can understand the vectors that that it entails, instead of like trying to analyze it, it's like. It's like trying to psychoanalyze someone who's crazy, eventually doing it for so long you'll kind of foster their own craziness within yourself, so you have to kind of gauge what's worthwhile learning and what's worthwhile observing and then go from there because too much like you know if it like like a lot of psychologists they they study and help so many people that are crazy, they eventually will go crazy themselves, and you just have to make sure there's a balance within that mm-hmm. because. You know you can't you can't you, unless you're a being that lives within time we we are dictated to by time at this level like a three-dimensional reality we are uh like kind of a um not really a product of time but more like a, a not i wouldn't say it, and i wouldn't i don't like to use the term slave either it's more of just um, we're bound by it at this level and we have to make sure that we get to this point where if we want to study time we have to be above time because if not, then you get lost in time.
0: Hmm. Interesting, interesting. That's
1: that's and that's why that's, that's why I think psychedelics are so potent because it means you can because you can step outside of the t- space time barrier um, by doing psychedelics, and um, that's why I think as well as um, mainly due to the fact that I've done lsd and mushrooms at the same time that's that's a that's an amazing combination because it allows you for a short amount of time like the 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 trip on that goes bang it's literally over in an instant because you just go outside of everything and you're just like whoa this is amazing you just see everything and anything and you have this ability to just you know it's one of those it's got the most potent manifestation powers in 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 like the whole of the sphere of psychedelics and you have to be and if you're around the wrong people it can destroy your life like literally do a trip on mushrooms and acid and you're around a person who's got a bad habit you're fucked like you literally just screwed for life and that's why you've got to be so careful to to do it in the right setting around the right people do the right things while doing it because it can cause massive waves massive waves yeah that's, that's that's pretty much
0: weird weird patty yeah well thank you thank you for for sharing man there's a lot there that you definitely brought to the circle i know uh luna luna you had your hand up i think you wanted to reply to something i'm thinking um, Luna, hold on. I just got to pull up your microphone. Patty, uh, if you're around to stick around for a couple of seconds, I wanted to be able to share, uh, my, like one of my theory things, but I just want to be able to pass it to Luna and guys, we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep, we're, we're wrapping up this conversation. We're going to segue into like mental health and consciousness in the next few minutes as we approach 11 PM. And, um, yeah. And, and there's, I know there's, there's a lot more to talk about guys. This is just practice, but let me just, uh, pass it over to Luna. One second, Luna um luna go ahead if there's a a quick point that you want to make in response to something patty shared go ahead
4: it's kind of more of a a question more or less like uh about the psychedelics now uh, what about ayahuasca has anybody experienced that uh before is that an option to use because i know for my i've tried that ayahuasca before i never tried uh, lsd and i heard lsd and mushroom i think it was but to me it uh ayahuasca would give
0: out the same kind of effect and and it's it's interesting i think luna might just froze there for a second but um it's interesting because i mean like even with ayahuasca like again like tying it specifically with into the concept of time like people talk about this idea that oh okay i think luna just came back um Yeah, well, I I was just going to say real quick, um, you know, with ayahuasca, ayahuasca is a very, very interesting experience. Because again, like with any of these psychedelics, it does kind of take us outside of like this, this baseline reality, this like, you know, like, normal reality, quote, unquote. And um, with like, uh, some experience with ayahuasca, people talk about it literally being, you know, you're like reliving your past, you're reliving all of these experiences, and you're kind of moving through. Uh, this whole trip almost as if it's like kind of like a, it's similar to a lucid dream where, where you're navigating it and you're able to actually like visit parts of yourself, which again, like how how is it that we're visiting these parts of ourselves? It's like those experiences, if they've happened in the past, they still exist within this like quantum computer. So we can just like load them up like an old video file and just kind of like watch them and observe them and change them. And as we observe them, we can also interact with them and um patty was just saying one thing and and uh and this kind of, sorry I, I i'm not like I, I know luna's kind of asking something specific but i just wanted to mention this real quick um, cuz this is what we were talking about before the idea of like literally healing you know w- one idea we can think about is literally um y- you can in a sense like change your past by meditating on it and it's kind of like this idea where you can meditate yourself almost as if you're like your own guardian angel taking care of yourself in your past and kind of like imagining you thinking about your past self, say like your younger child self and you're kind of like sitting there and you're like giving them a hug or you're giving them some sort of confidence. So you're really just like sending them love and you're kind of like reminding them and be like, Hey, like, you know, like I know things are hard right now, but like, it's going to be okay. And if you literally kind of do this right now in the present, then that means that you in the past actually, experience that that there was actually the you in the now present who was still sending that information back because if it happened now then that means it happened in the future which was the future of the then you know I, I think you guys understand what I'm saying so the same concept applies where right now you could kind of just like sit there and just kind of be like hmm you know like is my future self? who's like 20 years ahead of me right now or 10 years ahead of me or even a couple you know a, a few weeks ahead of me is that part of myself maybe sending good vibes back to my present self right now and so again it's it's weird you can kind of like get into like this like loop thing where again you're not just like one being you're actually like multiple beings kind of simultaneously fulfilling the same on stage role throughout different parts of your life and again and it's really trippy when you kind of think about this cuz a lot of us we don't really remember a lot of our childhood. Like once we kind of like turn like 10 or 11, it's it's almost as if we're a different person. Like we don't really remember a lot when we were like, you know, like one, two, three, four years old. Like we do, but it's like, it's not fully solidified and then like once we get a little bit older it's just kind of like you're almost like this like different person but again that's like no that's kind of the topic in itself um sorry luna i just want to pass it back to you and then uh, i want to hit upon a couple things and then i want to be able to pass the talk and stick around one more lap and then we'll p- switch over topics but luna sorry i, I know you're kind of asking something a little bit more specific there and and we'll just kind of dabble in that for a quick second but luna go ahead just pass the talk and stick over to you because it cut out on you before anyways but oh,
4: okay uh, no, again, like, uh, I just wanted to know too, like, uh, I understand with hallucinogens indefinitely, um, they, they've helped me, you know, not just to be able to, uh, experience seeing, you know, different, uh, dimensions and spirits and stuff like that, but it, it does definitely, I will have to say personally that I'm, I'm discovering this by myself right now that it's, it's like what you said, it kind of goes into mental health too, as well. Um, I'm finding uh, such a weird interconnectedness that it was blowing my mind that I was just going, like, maybe I'm just crazy. I I don't see or hear anybody else saying this. Like, is this real? And, like, so far, this is fantastic. This is blowing my mind right now just to kind of see this, uh, that I, I guess I was on, you know, the right path right now, even through all the uncertainty that I've been dealing with recently, too, so... Uh, definitely, I I look forward to talking more about this um, in depth there.
0: (laughs) Weird. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, Luna. And again, as we get into like the, you know, the the next topic of mental health and everything like that. Yeah. Again, you know, like totally just like welcoming you to be able to talk about things in this safe space in whatever way you feel comfortable with. But yeah, no, I think, I think it's really interesting because again, like even and that's like you know we can, we can talk a little bit about that as we get into the discussion like the whole idea of like yeah mental health and consciousness well a big hot topic right now is the idea that there's a lot of people out there who are starting to begin doing um more like uh uh like uh crap what's the right word um sanctioned psychedelic studies for helping with depression and you know like using things like MDMA and things like that so it's great to see that that's like starting to pop up because again you know it's just kind of we have this like super, we really, really associate with our ego and our identity and things like that. And, and, and psychedelics have an opportunity to kind of dissolve things. In the same way, we really, really, really associate with time. And again, this is kind of what I was talking about way in the beginning of the episode. I was kind of talking about this idea that, you know, some people um, within society will almost like use time as a way to control people. You know, think about the idea of like, be like, oh, you know, like you better invest your money before you die like before like time runs out you know you only have a limited amount of time here so you better work for the man and you better pay your bills and you better do all this or else like you know you're something 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 like i don't know but it's weird right like people and and think about like even just the way how time as a verb and a noun is used in so many different ways right like we spend time we kill time we make time like we have time we are time I'm, I mean, that's just like scratching surface, but like, there's literally so many phrases that we use where it's just like, yeah, again, we're using time as currency. And when you think about it, this is a big kicker in case you haven't realized, but time is like the most valuable resource we have because it's the only thing that we can't get back, right? Like when you think about that, it's like, what are you investing time-wise? And think about how, they, how you can turn... This is something that I practice literally within the Paradigm Shift Central project. I turn time into resources. And we do this all the time, right? You know, you make a garden, like, yeah, you're gardening and things like that. But that happens because of your investment of your time. And so in the same way with with what I do, you know, like I have all the button supplies, which aren't, you know, it's not too expensive to get all the button supplies. But then what I do is I spend time Making the buttons, and then I use those to be able to help garner community support. So essentially, like I'm turning my time into community support as a tactic. It's like an alchemy type thing. Um, again, I just want to mention something real quick because this is what I was talking about earlier, and then I want to pass the talk and stick around. And I thank you guys. Um, not trying to hog it here, honestly. I know there's just a lot of other ways in which we can take this topic, but one thing that I wanted to hit upon real quick. Okay, it kind of goes back to this idea of thinking about time as like an ocean of energy. Think of time almost as if there's like, like, it's like water, like we're inside of it. And now think about that whole idea of time, f- time flies when you're having fun. My con, my theory, and again, I haven't even really read this. Like it just kind of made sense to me one day. It was a bit of a paradigm shift. Get ready. get ready. You're going to shift your pants on this one. Um, so we talk about the idea of like, if you're base. the basic concept is that, If you're in a quote unquote high vibration, if you're in a space of gratitude, joy and excitement and you are moving through time, you will actually age less. And if you are in a place of like frustration and low vibration, quote unquote, and like, you know, just constantly like complaining about things and not enjoying what you're doing, you will age faster. You will age more As you move through time and the way how this works is that in the same way we're inside the time of water right now we're like moving through water visualize this you're moving through water think about the idea of like if you're in a high vibration then you're like an arrowhead you are you are piercing through time and when you do that there is far less friction. Meaning that you will pierce from A to B and there will be far less resistance. But if you are in a low vibration, you're complaining about things and you're not having fun, then you will move through time almost as if you're like a parachute, like you're like a big, like wide object, like a wall or something. And then if you're moving through time, there's so much more resistance and there's actually like, you can almost think of it as like erosion. You literally think of it as erosion. So as you do that, like there's so much you're trying to push through that the time that you move through to get from A to B will actually wear on you more. And then by the time you get there, you know, that's where you get some people and they're just like, you know, they're, they're, they're not incredibly old, but they look like they've lived like 20 years longer than what they have, right? So in this sense, if you're trying to like get into this place of like maintaining your youthfulness, so to speak, then it really gets into the practical idea of the importance of maintaining that quote-unquote high vibration. And really, again, that's just like a place of like excitement, joy, and gratitude, quite simply. So again, be that arrowhead and pierce through time with less resistance. And again, and it also goes into this idea of like, when you're in this place of kind of high vibration, this is kind of a side idea, but you literally get into the concept of like time-bending. And it's crazy when you think about that. Like, have you ever had that experience where, you know, you're with someone and maybe it's like, a, it's a really special experience and you're just like, oh crap, we only got like 10 minutes, but then you just like, somehow that 10 minutes feels like it's a half hour because you're just like really, really present. Right. And then the same way, right. If you're just like, oh crap, there's like 10 minutes left of work. And then that feels like a half hour sometimes. So you can realize how like our perception changes how we experience time so it's a very very relative thing like time is not a solid thing it seems to be very malleable and it's it's a reflection of like our own consciousness going within it so it's like it's weird that like Two people within the same space can be experiencing time differently. Again, all these really trippy ideas, but really boiling back to the idea of the importance of maintaining that like joy and gratitude, and you will literally age less. At least that's my theory, so... You heard it here, folks. But I don't know what do you guys think. Okay, someone give me a thumbs up if you guys want to share something quick. Okay, you guys give me. I think you're giving me a thumbs up because you agree. Yuga, I'm gonna pass over to you, and then we'll uh, pass the talking stick around a little bit more. Let's give this chat maybe like 10 more minutes because I want to get more ideas from you guys, and then we'll switch it into mental health and consciousness. Uh, Yuga, go go ahead, dude. You just have to unmute your microphone. And also, I just give a shout out to. Re- real quick, before I pass over to you guys, just a quick shout out to we have, also have Forrest in here and uh, again Luna who joined recently, and we also have Zamara in here who we haven't heard from yet. So, Zamara, if you would like to share something, just like type in the chat and I'll see the chat pop up and we can pass the talking stick over to you afterwards as well. But you got passing the talking stick over to you, dude. Go right ahead.
2: Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Welcome back. Back again. All right, I uh, wanted to go a little bit more off of what you said about going through the water and the joy, and a little bit of the Mandel, um, some more practical facts. It was discovered that the human heart is actually the generator for emotional center and control. Um, and another thing about the brain is when we remember certain events, or just memory in general, we re- the brain is actually recalling the last time we remembered it. And not the activity. Um having a lot of ideas that go along with that specific thing, with the time frame specifically, uh, I wouldn't say I saw timeline or saw the time frames, but when I did Salvia, I did feel the time frames. And having my ideas and my personal theories of how time works and how we're experiencing it, um, I've noticed how time can definitely be influenced by my own perception uh, having experiences, uh, what I've known to be called as astral time folds, visiting parallel timelines. Um, based off of that, I kind of think that the Mandela effect is actually, it's a, a psyop in the form of that, the information that's being presented is actually false. That something is influencing our human uh, psyche on a global scale to give us false ideas and make us wonder about certain things but at the same time it's a two-sided coin because it could also inspire possibilities. and then that could inadvertently create those actual moments but like the Berenstein bears Berenstein bears like i think that's just something that was put on the internet and then a lot of people just kind of freak freak out cuz you know that's an old thing to go off of but back with the time frames um, the way I would cognitively progress for myself is to see myself being in that one little sliver of light, like through a peephole. And then that how Brendan said, that ocean of time, how all those other timelines are existing and I could potentially go and sliver in between to each one based off of how I'm reacting and how I'm perceiving. Not just what I feel, but what is being reflected in front of me through the dreamscape. And what's interesting is how I've, intentionally had the intention to specifically interact with the timeline and do certain interactions with people, kind of like a video, exactly like a video game, thinking about the different options with your dialogue. Do I want to be aggressive or do I want to be kind? Um, Choosing things based off of that and having the intention with the timelines, I've seen things manifest instantly. It's, It's crazy. It's like time isn't even a factor. It's just an option. And I think that's where I'll leave it as that time sometimes is an option.
0: Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, again man, like maybe you know, it's kind of sorry, let me just there okay now now you guys can hear me they could hear me before but yeah no i definitely man like what yeah is time an option Is, is are we only affected by it relative to the story of how we perceive it you know like even think about like how animals like do they experience time differently and things like that or like what about people who lived in the past or something you know like yeah no it's weird man like it's so interesting to think of how much our Reality is created by time, but we can it's a tool, you know, we can we can use it to to our advantage at the same time. I think a really powerful idea, I'll just kind of put this out there is when this is like for project management for anybody who's trying to optimize time throughout their day. And this is something that I've had to learn as an entrepreneur is to like create time blocks ahead of time for what it is that you're going to do you say to the universe okay i'm going to spend you know like 25 minutes working on this five minute break 25 minutes working on this five minute break and then you kind of like schedule things in that order and then when you do that the universe kind of like already knows ahead of time and then it fills this this block with substance it fills it with opportunity pretty much in the same way how we do these broadcasts, you know, like we use time to our advantage where we're like, all right, universe, putting out the intention, we're having a broadcast every Thursday, we're having a meditation every Sunday. And then at that point, it's just kind of like, In my future concept, I've like put that broadcast into the future. We've put that broadcast into the future. It's like there's a cup there in the future and it filled it up. And so when we show up for these broadcasts, you know, even for me, it's just kind of like, oh, we're not just literally creating something purely from scratch, but it's almost like we're, this is a weird way to put it, but we're like reenacting something that's already here, which is weird. We're like fulfilling our destiny in a sense. Like, could this broadcast happen in any other way? Or is this entirely exactly how it's supposed to happen? Even right now, like literally, if you guys were like totally synced up right now, you could probably figure out exactly what I'm going to say. And you could even help me finish my sandwiches. Psych, didn't see that. Anyways, um, finish sentences, right? Like, so it's like, it's weird, man, because you start getting into this idea. And like, and, and we didn't talk about this too much, but we talked about like flow state as athletes. And when they're really in that zone, you know, and this is like kind of like the, the matrix, right? We see this with Neo where he'll, like you, you, it's not like you just dodge things, but it's as if you're already attached. You're already connected to the future and you know where to move yourself before it even happens. Like, have you guys ever had that experience where you're sitting at a desk and something falls off the desk and you just like reach your hand out and catch it? And it's like purely instinctual and you're just like, whoa. Like that was like, like, how did I even do that? And it's like, again, even in that moment, it's like, even if it's by a millisecond, there's a part of us where it's just kind of like, do, 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 spidey senses go off and then you kind of react. So again, even like the Spider-Man thing, like that's like, that's very much like a premonition. So again, this is like, we get into time and stuff. There's a whole nother thing here about how time we can associate it with like the, the intuitions and, and the information that we receive through our chakras. And this is something I've talked about before uh, in other conversations, but we literally can think of chakras like as different emotional points without our body that are literally created to receive information beyond the present moment. So when we get like that, that intuition within our third eye, like that's literally information from the future. When we get like information, like feelings in our heart in terms of like, oh, I really feel pulled to go this way. Like that's actually our heart receiving information from the future. Again, I don't want to get too far into this because I just want to pass the talking stick around and I want to be able to give uh, more people an opportunity. Um, I want to be able to check Zamera, who is in the broadcast. If you would like to say anything, just type because I know you don't have a camera. Just type and just be like, I would like to say something. And then we can unmute your microphone and pass it over to you if you would like to do that. Um, I know we also have have Ron in here. Ron, did you want to say anything? And if so, just unmute your microphone and because i'm sure you probably got a couple of uh, opinions about time ron go, a, couple, a couple i'm sure all right ron would you pass the talking stick over to you dude welcome back and sure go go right ahead man sure um
5: sorry if i have a bit of background noise here um uh so time one thing i've been shown is um you know, it's it's like what you said, it's a currency. And, and, uh, in my experience, when I thought I was dying, um, I feel that many people have this happen when they're having a near death experience as they start to think, what did they do with the time that they had? And, uh, that's why a lot of these, uh, medicines are great to, um, To work with um, such as ayahuasca um, and mushrooms. And, uh, you know, this responsible psychedelic work can really help someone to uh, really look back at their life and to see, like, what did I do with my time? And for me, the medicine showed me that I wasn't spending my time the way that I actually want to. I let my ego take over too much and allowed addictions to occur, um, allowed, you know, drama to happen, to distract me um, and so on and so forth. And what I was shown is, is you know, how to, how to mend that. So now, you know, by working with those lessons that I've been shown, I do better with my time. You know, I spend more time with the people I love and less time with dr- drama, you know, less time with an electronic box, less time with a substance, so on and so forth. And, uh, and so it's, it's, it's just interesting how it really is a very precious currency um, that we have in this lifetime. And maybe that's why, you know, society really draws our time away from us. More and more, people are working more and more, people are skipping lunch breaks, skipping, you know, and so on and so forth, you know, to, to make that money, you know, but, you know, also they're, they're sacrificing their time, which is very valuable for, you know, money, which, you know, they can go and, and buy things that they think will make them happy, but really spending time with the people you love is what truly, truly makes you happy. And so I, I think that it's a lesson for for us all to really take an inner look at how we are spending our time. And if we're, you know, giving too much of that time to things that really just, you know, sure, they may matter. Um, they may be enjoyable but do they actually have solid substance will will it be something that you will look back at the end of your life and be like man i am so glad i went and did that i'm glad i took that trip i'm glad i talked to that person i'm glad i went and bought that coffee or whatever you know or will it you know be more of like man i sure wasted a lot of time on such a stupid hobby and there's nobody around to enjoy this hobby with me. And, you know, um, and for for me, um, I was, uh, I came to the reality that these people that I hang out with online, none of them are gonna be at my funeral. So, how have I hang out more with people that are actually in my life that I'm, that are, that are going to be (laughs) at my funeral. Um, and so that was just a, uh, uh, an honest look at myself and how I'm using my time. And, uh, I thank the psychedelics for helping me to, uh, to realize that, to see that. And, And that's why I say like responsible psychedelic use is very helpful when it comes to, mental health and inner spirituality qigong also um you know i've gone i've worked with the uh qigong master and doing these exercises literally felt like was all so they're they're both spiritual teachers and um i definitely suggest finding one anyway yeah that's 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 kind of what i what i have to say about uh time and the uh you know the mandela effect like i respect it I'm, I'm i'm glad that people have brought this you know to our attention but at the same time we don't want to waste too much time <laughs> you know uh yeah. on it because i have seen people like oh my gosh this mandela effect and they're just researching nothing but mandela yeah, effect but over and over, and over sucked again
0: into the abyss
5: Yes. And you get sucked the you get pulled yeah. into the rabbit hole. That's another thing is, yeah, yeah. you know, conspiracy research. That's another thing that can take away our precious time, you know, and, and before we know it, we're just looking up hours and hours and hours of conspiracy research. And, and really it's, it's actually drawing us away from the people that we need to be mm-hmm. with.
0: Word man, yeah, very, very well said for us. And even as you were saying that, um, I was there's there's some ideas rolling around in my head that um I'm starting to like get a good understanding of things right now. Um, and and so I'm just gonna kind of jump off of what you are saying. And and again, for us, that that was yeah, just well said. Appreciate it. Um, a- again, we're kind we're kind of I, I want to be able to like r- let's start to put a bow on this conversation here. Um, let's you know make it a nice little present get it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, is this like paradigm, paradigm shift pun night. Long story short. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry guys. I'm a professional. I got this. What I wanted to be able to say is that, you know, when we think about time, let's think about it from the perspective of not just what time is, but why it exists. So let's step back a bit. Let's step back. And assume that we are fifth dimensional beings, if not higher. And we are experiencing things from like a different plane where, you know, like we're, we're, we're having experiences, but the story isn't always consistent. We're kind of like existing as if we're in like a bunch of different movies at once. You know, it'd be like dream after dream after dream after dream. This is great and this is wonderful, but there's something to it that isn't like as consistent. And so when you think about time, literally considering that the fact that it's like correlated specifically with this dimension, the time of this third dimension, as we refer to it, think about it from this perspective that like it is an opportunity for us as a soul to be able to experience the unique journey of being able to literally live a life from start to end and to be able to experience all of the growth in there as like a single sequence and so like again, as a soul, you know, you can kind of like pick and choose your forms and you're kind of did it. But like the reason of why time exists is because it creates an experience. And also the reason for time is also to be able to create like this illusion. Again, that we 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 experience time while still in this state of amnesia, so to speak, so that we can truly invest ourselves into this one story into this one movie that we are living that literally is our life. And so again, you know, it's just kind of like, you can think of this reality as almost like a really, really exciting video game virtual reality that souls are kind of like opting into play. You know, it's just like, oh man, have you guys played like Earth like 2.0 yet or like 9.0, whatever we're on? And be like, dude, like that reality is awesome, man. Like you can go there. And again, and it's not just like, I think the also the part of it is that within this earth matrix, which perhaps has its own unique time elements is that you also get the experience of like the third density solidity, which I think is something that isn't always in the fifth dimension within the fifth dimension. Things are kind of more etheric again, kind of like relating this to like the game, like the, sorry, like the, 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 dream space where things can go through things like the density is not the same here within this reality you have both time as well as density. So it's like a very unique experience. It's something very, very special. Like, and basically that's kind of my point is that like this reality right now that we are in is very, very special. It is a privilege to be here. It is an honor to be here. And it is like every moment within this because of the fact that it's a sequence, because of the fact that it's like something we can measure, something we can observe. It is incredibly sought after by like other souls. Like I guarantee you that there are other souls in the galaxy that are on like a wait list because they want to come into earth. They're like, dude, like, how do I get, like, how did I, you know, how did I miss the early access sign up for that? You know, like I want to get in on that beta testing type stuff, right? Who's to say we're not still in beta test right now, right? And then, so, um, just kind of like that plus one idea. And I just want to be able to pass it to, um, Turner and Luna, and then we'll we'll wrap this up is also the idea of thinking about time literally like parallel to the idea of like love and focus. And so think about that. Anything that you invest your time on literally grows. Like how crazy is that? And that's because where we use our time... We can't be somewhere in time without there being focus. So wherever we're spending our time on, we are putting focus on. And we are essentially putting... Love on, and I'm using love kind of in like a broad sense because, kind of as like Forrest was saying, if you spend your quote unquote time, aka focus, aka love, on investing in conspiracies or complaining about things or you know like looking or it's hanging out with like people of quote unquote low vibration, then that will grow. That will become a part of you. And it's not until you remove yourself from that, where you stop spending time, spending focus, that it actually halts that growth and you can start rerouting it onto other things. So it's like really, really powerful when you think about that that, you know, what we spend our time on literally grows. So that's why we wanna be able to spend time on ourselves spend time on our art, spend time on our community, spend time on our shared quest, and that will grow. So time is like is like water that, that we can fuel things with, that we can help things grow. So be, yeah, again, just we only have so much time, guys. Like as someone who is already 30 years old, like the first 30 years, like this has gone by pretty fast, like in a weird way in a really weird way because like when you're in it, it doesn't feel fast, but you look back and you're just like, what? Like that was like, you're like, holy cow, like that's crazy, right? And even, you know, just from like my perspective of like the fact that like, it's like, okay, I'm 30 years old, AKA my parents are older, AKA my parents only have like less than 30 years left in their life. And to me, that's just like, holy shit. Like that is not a lot of time in a relative sense. And sometimes again, we need that impermanence we time also really draws us back to gratitude because it's like one and again i know this is obvious but once you realize that something won't last forever suddenly you start to appreciate it a little bit more and again and i feel that's why within the dream space which is again where we're actually from theoretically based on my understanding the appreciation for things may not be quite the same where it's just like, oh my God, you know, like this is awesome. And then you you don't have to worry about it breaking because you could just like make another one or manifest into a new dream. Whereas here, if something breaks, like theoretically it could stay broken or if something is lost, it could get lost. And so it's like really be present with where you're at knowing that nothing lasts forever, but that in itself is a gift. And the gift again is to be present is to be in that moment of right here right now your breath if you choose to make it this moment right now so let's just like take a breath here together guys and then i'm going to pass this over to turner and luna so be in the moment be in the breath so let's just close our eyes here and let's just practice a really quick micro meditation moment of gratitude so so just be with your breath gentle inhales And gentle exhales. Again, just gentle inhales, and gentle exhales. And so as we are here in our breath, let us kind of create a promise for ourselves that we will perhaps do a little, put a little bit more attention towards being able to pay attention to how we use our time and how we see time and how we respect it and how we are grateful for all of the experiences that we get to have within it. So let's take another breath here. When you're ready, you can gently open your eyes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Because again, like time isn't just, it's, it's a observation of a fluctuating wave too, is another way to think of it. Nothing will last. This too shall pass. Like really let that sink in, really let that sink in. And that goes for the good times and the bad times. So even the times where you're like going through things and you're like, wow, this is incredibly uncomfortable. Remember, this too shall pass. Yet don't always try to like completely take yourself out of that moment. Maybe you need to like be present in, in that space, really be present with the lessons that it has. And then you can kind of move beyond it type thing. So within every moment of time, like that is where we are present to be able to like receive the lessons and, and to be able to continuously level up. So with every second we're alive, we're like, we're gaining new XP. So keep that in mind. And, um, yeah, let's really pay attention to what it is that we're focusing on. So let's use our time as a community to really create some awesome things together. Let's use it to really put our love into growing some amazing experiences. So, um, Turner, I'm going to pass it over to you, dude. And, uh, again, let's just, uh, segue this up in the next minute and we'll talk about the next subject in a minute. Turner, go ahead, man.
3: um, before
0: I start talking, can you just recap? Oh, your microphone kind of ch- chops out there a bit. But you want yeah, me to just re you want me to just recap which part? Our
3: current topic. Are we still just doing? We're time? still on time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, kind of what I was talking about there. Mental, mental like, health now. T- Fifth dimensional stuff or whatever. Yeah, we're we're not onto the mental health stuff just yet. So any 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 okay. other any other closing ideas on time that you want to be able to share before we switch topics?
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I want to share a recent experience I just had. Um, and it really does flow. As in being in this flow state of being in the right moment, the right place at the right time. So this, um, I just recently lost my phone. I left it on a bus, engaging in a conversation with someone, and my stop. The train moved on. I lost my phone, and instead of being like, "Oh, like, like my phone, panicking, like who has my phone? How am I gonna get it back?" You know, just taking a deep breath and just being like, "Okay, you know, I is happening for a reason." I'm just gonna go with the flow, keeping a positive mindset and let's see where the I did what I could to try to regain my phone. It didn't work. Okay. Um so, so going home, you know. And uh, before I went home, I went to this mom. It was kind of like the segue between getting to my house and um I was able to go into the store at the Mall of America. It's kind of like the in-between point in my house. And uh, I was able to track the location of my phone. So I grabbed my GPS, took off to the location, and ended up going on this rabbit hunt of going from one location, trying to find the next location, going to the next, all the while connecting with these people who were just Taking a moment of this in this low, um, it took me to a homeless shelter. It took me to where I was able to connect and bond with this person over life, over art, over music, over his. It took me to a psychic. It brought me to all these different places, all these different people, and I didn't recover my phone. This was yesterday. I went to bed. I was just, I'd been grateful for the experiences, and I'll move forward without my phone, if that's what needs to happen. And I had a dream about my phone. I dreamt that my phone's GPS turned back on. And I remember looking at the map and seeing the GPS of my phone. And I woke up from the dream and I went to go check my other phone. My back up my phone was turned back on. And it was. I got up phone called the person. He answered. <laughs> I ended up going everything this person. I'm cutting out so many details of this story, but um I got to that wasn't there. Okay, you know, remaining calm in the right mindset, you know, just trusting and having faith of the process. I ended up going to who were able to use their phone? They reached out to me, and I was able to connect with them and um, get a hold of the person. Once again, it was just this homeless person. He did, he just, he just grabbed my phone. Um, so whatever. <laughs> and finally, I met up with him. He finally connected with me, and I got my phone back from him. But not before I spent some of my time investing in him. And um, I really do feel like his altered state of my channel something in, that needed to be said and for me to be received, he left me with some lessons and it was always do what you must do, be, must be, maintain a proper mindset knows I I, touched something in me and you know this all happened because I lost my phone and I often wonder back on that you know it's like I always was in the right time I was always at the right place it was just like you know um, and especially with dream you need to connect back with my phone It was almost like from a higher perspective, I was orchestrating this whole experience in time, you know, allowing me to... I I was in a horrible place of town. I was in such a sketchy place of town wearing my free hugs button. It it, it was... (laughs) I was asking... a little little bit. I kept my head up and, you know, I I was able to connect with a lot of people. And uh, I was able... Um, wow you got so, it i don't it was really interesting
0: dude that's that's like some next level that's quite the journey you're on there <laughs> that'd be see <laughs> that 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 there make a uh unconditional love in the youtube chat was saying if you could make like a video of just that story and like you know do like a quick recap of that that could be a good quest journal right you know people are just like wow okay cool because you're right i think like in a lot of situations people yeah. would just kind of be like be like super frustrated why me but you're right you would just kind of be like be like okay like let's see what we can do with this you know like it, this you know like nothing's absolute here and and i think you definitely passed your own test uh from that higher <laughs> level I, I i would be one way of putting it but <laughs> Yeah, no, that's pretty interesting, man. Quite quite this journey. It was, uh, it was
3: quite a test of my patience. Right? And as a whole, you know.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely, dude. And that's cool. And, and again, like the fact that in retrospect, it's just like, wow, even that happened for a reason because it like brought me to certain places. It taught me something about myself. So it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 super cool, man. Sweet. Awesome. Well, dude, Turner, thank you for sharing. Is there anything else you want to share related to t- relate to time before we change subjects?
3: You know, I, I, I've been thinking a lot lately. I've been thinking of, you know, how time might be this Ouroboros, right? And when you unwind yeah, the snake yeah, yeah. from itself, it's like this one linear path. Ouroboros apart, it's just one thing. And so looking at it from like this linear kind of perspective of in one direction, even though it might be otherwise, we are experiencing in this one direction. How can we leave messages for ourselves along this path? You know, if we are like right here, how do we leave messages for ourselves either in the future or in the past to manipulate our course of action into a selected route? I was thinking about that a lot and it got me thinking man in the world. how if we have a message that I want to share with someone, how do we get that message across? Um, I, I was kind of asked bouncing this idea off of other people, and this is kind of what I Guy, right? We speak music, we speak words. We speak at events. We use our vocal to speak messages Lights things, we write books. We write write down our thoughts we use our minds <laughs> we think things into existence and tele. we mentally connect with others and share our thoughts not through speaking not through writing but with just our minds and i think in this also way of manifesting things which is digital and I think that's different than writing things down physically. I think using digital means is connecting through a fiber. And just across through this connected fiber network that computers, devices, anything that can connect to the internet to can sync up to. And so it's like, if these are ways of manifesting things, how can we use intuition to hook up these messages and follow this flow of time into getting us to the destination that we are envisioning ourselves at. I don't know. I'm still mm-hmm. thinking on it a little bit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a lot with this. I think it's just going to be, like, one of those things where we could just keep thinking about it for probably, like, five more hours, so... Yeah, and we're already, we're already almost, like, two hours just on this one topic, and I was constantly just like, oh, yeah, we'll segue any second now, but it's just, like, just a, just a little bit more time to talk about time. No, it's fascinating, though, because I think as we do start asking these questions, it really starts to kind of, like, break down and deconstruct the nature of this reality... Um, one thing, uh, unless there's anything else you want to share, I was going to add in something real quick. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, this, this is a very powerful concept and I've kind of talked about it before, but I'm just going to explain it a little bit better this time. And, And I've explained this to like some friends in person. They were like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, basically, okay. The way that we perceive time right now, again, we recognize it as being forward relative to our perception of it. I think that time actually as like a construct, as like a computer code, I think it actually works backwards. Meaning what we recognize as backwards is actually the real forwards. Because if you look at this reality, everything in this reality, the way we perceive it is inverted like right now, our color spectrum is inverted. Right now, like we're actually like upside down in a way. People talk about this, like our eyes flip things. Everything's backwards. And so it's just kind of like this weird concept and it applies the same way to time. And how this actually explains to things is we can experience this. It explains those moments where it's just kind of like the future, you know, it it kind of explains synchronicity where it's just like, well how the heck am I supposed to like run into someone? Like how, how does that happen? The fact is that if time itself is going the opposite direction then that means that future reality happens quote-unquote first and then it kind of reverse engineers itself into our present experience and this is really noticeable i found in things like related to uh, relationships where it's just kind of like you'll see someone and you'll just kind of like have this feeling where it's just like what the hell like Like, why does it feel like I've already been connected with them? Like, why does it feel like, why do I feel so drawn to them? Why is there such like this strong heart pull? And then, you know, like, it's like six months later, you're like looking them intimately in the eyes and you're kissing them or something like that. And you're, and then you kind of think back and you're just like, oh, okay. That feeling back then existed because this feeling right now already existed. And I was feeling that in the present moment. And it kind of, again, it reverse engineers itself. Like it's. It's it's kind of really hard to wrap our head around, but at the same time, it's not impossible. And when you kind of do that, you can really start to see things. And again, this is where we start getting into like a little bit of that foresight and a little bit of that intuition that we were talking about. Even like that whole idea of again us receiving information from the future within our regular day-to-day life where you know we're just you get that feeling where you're like, oh, is my friend about to call me? Or like, oh, I was just thinking about them, and then they message you like literally within 10 seconds. You're just like, What's going on there? Right? Again, it's kind of like the the ripples from the future actually reach us in the past and the future already exists. And then it's reverse engineering itself into the present. And then we experience it as forward because that's like the mystery of it. Like, again, it's, we're not supposed to know that, you know, like, Oh yeah, we are going to be there where, you know, we're, we're going to be where we want to be. We have to kind of, we kind of have to, again, we kind of have to like go through that challenge of earning it. And and essentially what we are earning isn't so much like, it, it, this is where it kind of gets in this weird thing. Because it's just like, is it completely solidified or not? I think that the way it works is that like we align ourselves with realities so you have to understand that like if you're feeling you know going back to like the idea of a relationship where it could just be like okay you know i'm feeling this strong pull to this other person i'd really like to be able to connect with them there is this reality where that's happened but at the same time i could also use my free will to completely screw that up to completely just like abandon ship and just be like you know screw this i'm gonna self-sabotage myself because that's what humans do we we love to self-sabotage ourselves right it's like it's like in our nature watch the movie Annihilation. That's exactly what that movie is about, but that's not a bad thing because that's actually like a growth thing in itself. But again, it's kind of like this idea where if you really feel that there's a reality that you can think of in your mind and you really want it and you really strongly feel it in your heart, then that probably means that there's that reality in the future. And again, your job isn't just to like work really hard to manifest it. But it's to emotionally and energetically align yourself with that reality. And then you kind of like navigate through the stream that will take you there and it will bring you to that space. So it's like it's really kind of it's trippy, but at the same time, it's like not as trippy as you might think it is. So just think about that, that reverse time concept that what we're experiencing right now is the backwards version of how time actually like renders itself, how it kind of creates things where it creates things in the future and then it reverse engineers into the past really trippy stuff. Um, so yeah, okay. Let's, uh, eventually switch into the next topic. I uh, Forrest or Luna, do you guys want to say anything about time before we wrap this up and move into the next topic and drop some 1111s in the chat, if that made sense for you guys, for those of you tuned in right now. Um, Forrest or Luna, do you guys want to say anything? If I don't want to check, does Forrest want to say anything? For, Forrest says he's good with time. Okay, so Luna, did you want to say anything? If not, we'll we'll segue into the next topic. So.
4: I mentioned to Turner there, actually, that I myself, too, um, I just recently had an experience where in a, in a space with gratitude and just self-loving myself kind of thing, just kind of finally get to that point where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm actually self-loving myself. I was kind of uh, Thanksgiving just recently. uh, Was at a a a food bank or whatever you want to call it, right? And I was surrounded by uh, people that were just amazing and uh, creative and heartfelt and open-minded. And I never felt such an embracement of acceptance and love between so many different people. And you know, just on a random weird note that I happened to see a friend that I kind of just recently got introduced to and I saw her there and, you know, just, and then all of a sudden, like just having be on Thanksgiving day. And I told him, it's like, you know, this is kind of cool. We're all hanging out with each other. We're all kind of experiencing a disconnection with a, a lot of our, I guess, around ourselves with our friends, our family, because we're changing our ideas, our, 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 our thoughts. And I, I know myself, I was feeling kind of alone a bit feeling like, Oh God, what, what if like I'm a, I'm just gonna be alone? And I but I allowed um, for myself. I allowed like one percent idea out there, like just to throw it out, like not even to believe in it, but give it a chance to see if it could prove me wrong that there's some other path or some other, um, you know, uh, time shift, I guess, or something, while being in the present at the same time. And I kind of experienced that too as well, and. It just kind of blew my mind after, and it was just really amazing. And I agree with all you guys right now too. Like, and I think that's why we're kind of uh feeling kind of like, ah, like this energy of like, ah, where do we go now? And it's exciting. It's 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 phenomenal. At the same time, so scary. And um, it's just great to see that I'm not the only one that is kind of in in this time frame and state of mind i guess right now so i just want to say thank you guys so much like especially you turner too like and of course brendan for for creating this all you guys thank you so much
0: (laughs) awesome thank you thank you as well luna yeah no it's definitely it's it's an honor for us to be able to come together and again it's just like despite our differences, there's so much that we have in common just in terms of like, be like, Oh, what? Like, like you're, you're a soul too. What? Like you're trying to figure this out too. Crazy. That's where I'm at right now. Like we're just trying to get it, get our, you know, get, get, get control of the reins and, and, and be able to like really just kind of, again, it's like stepping into our power. So just by having these conversations, the idea behind this is it's connecting dots it's building a better framework and it's it's helping us as like hackers be able to like navigate our way throughout the system with more efficiency that's kind of the way i see it so shout out to turner's cat by the way turner (laughs) do you want to say hi on behalf of your cat what's your cat's name (laughs) what's the cat's name mercury murphy hi mercury mercury oh Oh. i think i think his cat literally just turned off his computer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like right yeah, there and it just funny. <laughs> that's funny cool all right yeah no mercury is a cool name for a cat too it's a gemini so did the cat just turn my off the computer yeah yeah <laughs> totally dude that was her way of saying hi that's cute that's funny man cool well again guys thank you so much for being a part of this conversation uh okay let's end this broadcast right now it's like, just kidding. No, I can't do that. <laughs> so to so talk about some important things and um, we may or may not talk about it for two hours. Again, like I just want to make sure that we're not up to like 2 a.m. So we'll, we'll put a cap on this episode for one more hour. We'll, we'll put it at a three hour. That's okay. Um, because again, I, I do want to create some time for this important discussion. And again, having it synced up with the, 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 the collective theme that's going on right now of like mental health awareness. Last thing I just want to mention, concluding on the time thing, is just being aware that like, from the present moment, we can cast our intentions into the future. And so like as we do that, we're kind of projecting our intentions through time and we're kind of creating like those like power nodes in the future that are like energy vortexes that kind of gravitate towards what it is that we wish to see. So it all goes back to the power of the mind. And our mind, in the same way we are talking about, literally can go through time. So if we think about things and we envision our dreams, we envision our intentions, we envision what we want to create, literally just for today... It begins with the thought and the thought exists outside of the present moment. So think about it, you know, if like, it's like, oh, you want to go get like a glass of water from the kitchen. You have to think about that before it happens. Oh, what's that? You want to like manifest your, like, you know, your dream job or you want to like find like a, you know, go on an adventure or something like that. You have to think about that before it happens. So be very aware of that, of like how right now within the present moment, you are using this present moment to like cast your thoughts into the future you're kind of like throwing them out there and then like a boomerang you have to be like ready to receive it for for when it comes back to you kind of thing it's like this this simple metaphor i've talked about before this is just related to like law of attraction imagine yourself like standing on a rooftop and you take a boomerang and that boomerang's your intention you throw it and then you put it out there and then you wait for it to come back but you have to be there to catch it when it comes back if you're like standing there and you're just like oh like i guess it's not coming back and then you get off the rooftop it's going to go right past you and you know, you're just gonna be like, oh, where to go, right? But it's like, you gotta be ready to receive the realities that you're creating for yourself. So it's like, it's this very powerful idea of like meeting the universe halfway. It is about going with the flow, but it's also about being like that conscious co-creator. And sometimes- This is kind of side tangent sort of thing. But like, you know, we talk about this idea of like going with the flow, going with the flow, going with the flow. Sometimes it's equally as important to be like it's sometimes it's good to be the leaf on the stream. Sometimes it's equally as valuable to be the rock cutting the stream sort of thing. And and use that metaphor in whatever way makes sense to you. But just kind of like realize that, that like, sometimes it's just kind of like going with the flow isn't always like the best process. Sometimes you almost have to like stop the flow and like change things sort of thing. So listen to your intuition, it will kind of guide you through that. But again, the time thing, very powerful topic. Keep having these conversations. There is a lot more to continue with this. For those of you listening into the future, leave your comments down below on anything that you want to be able to add to this topic. And, um, yeah, I think time is a very, very beautiful thing and I'm grateful we have it and I'm grateful that we can literally share it. So hooray. Awesome. Yay. Transcending dimensions. Yeah. OK, so let's move into <laughs> let's let's move into our next topic of discussion. And and again, you know, like this is a very important topic. And within the Paradigm Shift Central project, we actually have a mental health team. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, this is something that you'll see more of it in the future, but we do have multiple teams uh, within the paradigm shift community related to like animations, creating conscious articles, music team, uh, like uh, what are some dream team, a few others. And then one of them is mental health team. So mental health is actually something that, you know, I, I really want to be able to create a space for within this community because it's one of those things where it's like, We're all human, we all have brains, we all have complex bodies. Mental health is something that relates to all of us and so mental health week is kind of like what we're in right now and obviously when we're talking about mental health we're also talking about a lot of the stigmas behind it we're talking about a lot of things that people would refer to as like disorders or conditions you know things like even just like depression something that is becoming more and more common these days clinically clinical depression and also even like bipolar schizophrenia um, again even like uh, synesthesia things like that Um, OCD ADHD Again, obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, Again, even like the term like disorder, right? Like it's kind of interesting how we kind of like label certain things. So at this point, you know, in theme with the fact that this is Mental Awareness Week, I just want to be able to like create this as a safe space for us to be able to talk about things and for us to be able to kind of like relate it back into the idea of, you know, like, why do we as humans experience various states of mental health? What are ways that we can optimize mental health and what are ways that we can help destigmatize sort of like, you know, the preconceived notions about mental health? Can we kind of like bring it into the light? And so for me, you know, mental health has been something that has been a part of like my reality growing up. And, and I don't want to talk too much about personal stuff, but there are people within my family, within my immediate family who have suffered from depression. And so it's something that I've like been around. I've seen it. I've seen how it affects people. And I've also been in situations where like I've been in a place where I've been able to like hold space. Um, and again, this isn't really divulging anything too personal. I can talk about this in a general sense. But um, in one of the relationships uh, that, that I was in, uh, like the person uh, like did have depression And also did have like OCD and actually like a lot of the people who I've been with have always had like some sort of like something, something mental was like a little bit. And again, I don't want to say off or wrong or anything like that, but there was just something there. Right. And again, I think we all have it because it can kind of come in stages and it can be triggered in episodes is a big thing that we can kind of talk about. But one thing that I've really found um, through my own experience is like being a person in a relationship who was like the partner helping cope with someone who was going from depression and what i learned through that because for me it really taught me a lot about like deeper compassion And again, really about being able to kind of like be patient with things, learning how to support, learning how to understand how it affects them, helping support them, helping like add additional like ways to be able to motivate them while still like allowing them to kind of like have their own sovereignty and respecting their space in a lot of ways. And absolutely, like depression in particular can be a very challenging thing to deal with. It's one of the kind of one of those things where like, You can almost think of it as like this metaphor of like a black dog where and this is what people talk about with depression, where they say, you know, like every day it's like a black dog. That's the depression. And it just kind of follows you and it's just kind of there. And some days it's right next to you and some days it's far away. And from people who I know who have had depression and stuff like that, they say that, you know, it's it's something that they might live with for the rest of their life, but they learn to cope with it they learn important coping mechanisms that allow them to still be able to live in a way where they have like their freedom. Because I think what can happen with example with depression, it's like you can almost become a prisoner of your own depression. And that's like a very scary thing. And 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 to be honest, I've had... Periods of depression that have been triggered by like episodic events, but I didn't stay in them. But there have been periods in my life where, like, I did get like, and again, I think this is just a human thing, but like, I was like, yeah, I was very depressed. Whether it was like clinical depression, I'm not exactly sure. Again, since it runs in my family, like, there was the possibility of that. And I remember like one time. It was following a heartbreak and, and like within that healing process, like I was in this state of just kind of like feeling every day, like I was like losing a part of myself and, and it was kind of really scary for me. But out of that, it also put me in a situation where I realized that like I had to kind of like really take responsibility for how I was coping with it meaning how I was starting my day how I was like waking up in the morning how I was changing my diet how I was exercising exercising was such an important part of for me helping cope with like my own depression you know like literally just being able to get out there and exercise it releases the endorphins it you know releases like the melatonin and like that's kind of what's going to help give you like that feeling because usually again like with clinical depression it's like a chemical imbalance within the brain. And that kind of changes the way how we perceive things, how we like how we relate to things. So you kind of have to learn like how to cope with it. And so like, yeah, I think it's just like really important to be able to have these discussions. Because again, I feel so many people are you know depression or any sort of these like mental conditions disorders if we're just using that term in a generic sense they often go unseen they're invisible and people suffer from them without people even knowing you know this is like an internal thing that's happening inside their own head and it's hard for other people to really even be able to understand what's going inside their own head. So, I mean, out of this discussion, I'd like other people within this small circle, we only have four of us, to just be able to talk about it, general thoughts about it, um, and also how we can support each other as community. You know, like let's say our friend is like dealing from something related to mental health. How do we support them? You know, I'd love to be able to hear from you guys. And of course, you know, we can get into this a little bit later and I feel like Ron might have some insight on this, but even thinking about how this is from kind of that conscious perspective Different mental states are still seen as like valuable parts of the human experience of the soul experience. And this is where we start getting into like the tribe, you know, back in the day, the tribes like people who were quote unquote like schizophrenic. And, and again, not just even in like the multiple personality disorder, because we usually get those two mixed up, schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder. They're not the same thing. Um, but again, you know, people who had like a mental sort of difference were often seen as like those who kind of walked between worlds. They were recognized as the shamans and they were sometimes even revered. Like they were really seen with like a lot of respect because it's just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, like they're they're perceiving things a little bit differently and they're accessing these realms in different ways. Um, so again, just keeping that in mind that like mental... Varying mental states of consciousness isn't necessarily something new. It has existed throughout the ages, but obviously we are a byproduct of our environment and we have to observe the fact that why do so many people nowadays suffer from depression? And again, how can we as community help resolve it? And I feel a big part of this, and I'm going to pass the talking stick in a second, is also like, again, just like the solution is community. Because I feel a lot of people get into these states of depression because they... Don't have the community. They don't have people to talk to. They're isolated. They're on their phones. They're not making healthy decisions, unconsciously or consciously. They're dealing with you know like like temporary relief through like substance abuse, alcoholism, cannabis, even other things and things like that. And again, like that's like something where no judgment. Like honestly, like that's one thing I'll say really important within this space, within this community space, as well as I encourage it within other people having these conversations. Like no judgment, right? Like we are all soul. We are all humans. We're all all going through our experiences and we all have value through what we've experienced. Obviously, we wanna be able to like continue to move into that place of balance, right? Into that place of like where we can feel like we, we wanna be who we wanna be. And again, and that's where with mental with mental illnesses and, and conditions and things like that, it's, it's a very daunting thing, right? Because it's not really a place where a lot of people are comfortable being, but at the same time, it is still an opportunity for them to own it in a way that can be really inspiring. Like I know some people who, who live their life with depression, yet their story is an inspiration because other people who may have been going through similar things may look to them and be like, wow, you know, like that person who is dealing with something similar to what I'm dealing with is actually like living a really inspiring path and journey. And that inspires me. Right. So like, let's continue to support each other and let's just open up this conversation. So, um, again, Forrest, Luna or Turner, if one of you guys wants to put your thumb up and then I can pass over to you. Um, Luna wants to go first. Okay, cool. I was thinking that she might. Okay, sweet. So Luna, thank you. And, um, please the talking stick is in your hand so we can continue this conversation. So, and thank you for sharing ahead of time, Luna.
4: Oh, no, thank you so much. Actually. Um, this is fantastic you're touching on topics that i i, I myself i'm kind of dwebbling uh dwebbling. i guess that's the right word um <clears throat> mentioning about uh schizophrenia and uh possible relationships to shamanism i i myself actually do uh suffer from schizophrenia myself too uh i did see a book about maybe five years ago now or something like that uh i came across where uh it's weird, an atheist uh, therapist, right? But he had a concept in his mind where he was like, even though I don't believe in something, I'd rather be uh, shown the proof of it. So he would take himself outside of himself kind of thing. And, and in the book, he was mentioning uh, that he came across an accidental um, discovery uh, with the test. He wanted to see the IQ levels between schizophrenics and uh, his normal people, they want to call I don't want to call it like that either, but... Uh, w- without having it, I guess. But um, what the, he discovered um, through, I saw which his test was kind of really vigorous and, and very complex, From what I've seen, I kind of remember still, uh, he realized that within the schizophrenics that they, uh, their IQs were much higher than the, schizo- like 50% of them, like literally were higher IQed within the, not only the schizophrenics in the group, but within everybody else in the group, right? And it's like, hey, on, whoa, whoa, wait a second, wait a second. So you're saying that you've wanted to test some sort of theory. You wanted to see, uh, to understand schizophrenia in general and to come across something that expansive. And he just wasn't expecting it at all, right? Like Again, yeah, like uh, an atheist kind of, uh, I like the concept that he wanted to be proven wrong, even though he didn't believe it. He wanted to be proven wrong or right. He wanted to see it in his eyes. When I read about that, it really blew my mind to the fact that, like, like, that schizophrenia, um, you know, like, how it's portrayed, you're right, it's not split personalities, it's not, at, it's, it's way beyond that. And I try to get a lot, um, just to help understand, like, what I'm going through, and, and, and everything else, just to understand me. And it, it kind of hurts, too, when, when they, they point that out. They go, is it split personality? No, no, it's not. You know, you're not listening uh, type deal. And I know you, you guys want to help, but you got to really listen for a second. Can you, like, for one second, maybe look at my, what you call disease, right? Like, if, and also I've been researching, too, uh, on ancient psychology. Um, how, uh, for example, uh, Greeks... Uh, use uh, their gods and their mythologies as a form of psychology, you know, uh, which was also very fascinating. In my culture, too, of being a Scottish but a Celt, right, um, same thing. Uh, they they dwelled with, with kind of mixing that maybe, you know, not, not stereotyping it down and not black and whiting it, that mental illness was that. And in general, maybe it was something more. And it, it kind of helped, and, uh, and trying to incorporate that with my right. Like again, I've been kind of researching this for a while. I'm finding it's helping me a lot to understand my uh, my own illness. I don't really want to call it disease per se, but I will also say that I did accomplish because of that. I did accomplish just just over a year ago. 25 years later, um, I kind of beat half of half of it. I, I do want to get too much into detail in there, but I'm just going to say I kind of beat my dark nemesis that most schizophrenics kind of deal with, and it's kind of dealing with the self-ego or, or something like that, but it's a lot more than that. It's like your nemesis, you know. Um, after 25 years of battling her, uh, we've come to an agreement that, you know, I'm, I'm willing to share with her my body. Unfortunately, I kind of gave her half my soul, but uh, in the last 25 years, it was feeling like she was trying to take control of me. For a while and we we actually finally made a truce between each other just to be like hey you know i'll, I'll share the rest you know i'll share this like me through you you know if, if, if you're willing to do that um by realizing uh, certain things uh to like again i don't want to get too much right now into depth but um yeah definitely adding spirituality into that concept and and not stereotype again like stereotyping it or categorizing it into this, this, and this, because, uh, also too, I had experience with my Baba, uh, when I was younger, uh, who passed away, unfortunately, um, about 18 or 19 years old. She, I spent so many, so much time with her. Uh, it was amazing. And, um, at first I was just, I, I thought, um, like I could relate with her so easily, right. Amongst anybody else in my family and we would spend hours just hours talking and even though she had um, damages from unfortunately um, misuse of medication uh, and shock therapy which eventually deteriorated her to the point before she passed away that she had no idea where she was at all so and i saw that and even though i spoke out about it you know i i, I listened to her and i said hey there's something wrong this isn't a, the, the thoughts of schizophrenia has taken her away. I, I can even feel it that it was you guys not listening to her, and you just accelerated it to where it was. And then on top of that, you 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 bounded her and institu- institutionalized her. You didn't help her to to figure this stuff out. And, and in a weird sense, I don't know if she was trying to help me if she did see that within me. But I'm so grateful that she was also a very big part of that. Um, in helping me kind of overcome half of my illness. Unfortunately, there's another half that I have to accept that I will never be able to beat, which I guess you can call it a disease. Um, my uh, uh, dementia, I guess you to call it, or something, my um, sense of reality. I'm, I'm losing a bit touch of that. I can sit here and talk to you guys like so easily, and yet one word can slip out. I'll hear something completely different, and everything turns 360 in my mind what we're talking about or I'll see things too, right? That's, I have no control on. And unfortunately, you know, I, I kind of accept it too, right? Like I don't fight against it no more, like I used to. I just accept it more. And, you know, I look at it as, hey, you know what? I, I, can, I can either uh, fight against this and make it worse or accept it and have fun with it. You know, I, and I can, I'm having more fun with it now. And especially, I've seen that more in the last year too. Um, and I, cause I feel like I, I've reached a milestone past 30 where she uh, herself kind of had herself to, even my dad told me that I was going through the same path as her. And that was kind of creepy to hear that. And now that I'm here now, I see that more than ever. And, you know, Baba, I know you're up in heaven. You know, I, I, I love you so much. And there's no way to describe how grateful I am. Even if you, I don't know if you did or not intentionally know this or what you were doing, but you're a wonderful person for helping me. And, uh. And for myself, too, just to, um, you know, having that compassion for her in the first place. And it kept me it kept me to drive once I finally realized I had it um, to get me where I am right now and uh, have a fire. I have a sparking fire to want to um, definitely help others that, uh, unfortunately, I feel like I'm dealing with alone. But it's given me that fire that I want to help somebody in the future that, you know what I mean? Like if they're dealing with the same thing that I am right now, that maybe I can figure a solution out through myself and maybe it can help somebody else in the future and, and stuff like that. And I think too, like it'd be really helpful for schizophrenics. Like i kind of argued a factor too that um, the, the um, art uh, creativity, like uh, arts and stuff like that, you know, even poetry uh, they're finding is more helpful than any medication that's out there right now. And also apparently uh, uh, support from your friends and family, it has been a, a bigger impact for for people like to be able to have a balance with it than any medication, any doctors have made to this day. You know what I mean? Like in over 50 years, they've been more in tune with the, uh, the topic of schizophrenia. Um, I've myself again, been practicing, incorporating this through myself and I'm finding it's definitely working for myself and I would love to be able to test that out to see, you know, if that can incorporate other people, I would be expansive too, right? Like on others, uh, ideas, because every schizo is, is different. I understand that. I do understand that we have a root cause too, as well. And, you know, like if there's a 50% chance hope, again, from, from the book I was reading about shamanism and schizophrenia and then this doctor, uh, psychologist guy if he said you know again it's a bit more it's a bit more glimmer of hope because you're being told all the time all over the place like oh again there's no hope pops and pills and I saw that within my own eyes I saw it didn't work for my Baba unfortunately like what happened to her I wish I could have saved her but I think and it also drove me to you know and that's another spark right there or it drove me to to want to help others in the same position you know like if nobody else is gonna listen and I can see this and I can listen there's got to be something I can do. I want to just do something. If I can just help one person out, even if it's just myself, that that'd be amazing. You know, so yeah. Wow!
0: Thank wow, you! Thank you! Thank you for sharing, Luna. <laughs> thank you for
4: sharing. No problem.
0: Yeah, and 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 again, you know, like so much of like what you know, these conversations are so important literally just being able to talk about this is incredibly valuable. And I think again, like, that's why we have like mental health awareness week and everything like that, but it really needs to be an ongoing thing. Um, it's great that it, that it exists as a, as a thing that's like kind of, you know, throughout social media and everything like that. But yeah, like I I love what you're saying again, just kind of like the fact that community is more effective than any sort of pharmaceutical drug. So it's like, that really puts things into perspective where, you know, like we have to kind of, again, look to where our, our presence and our compassion. And again, our time can really be medicine for other people in, in a sense. So I, you know, one of the main things I'll, I'll say, and then again, you know, I just want to keep passing the talk to Instagram. I want to be able to let you guys uh, share as much as you want to share. And, and, you know, I think that within this topic of mental health one of the things that i really just want to say right now i'm not even going to wait to say it for anybody listening to this if you take one thing away from this i hope you take plenty of things but one thing to take away from this in particular like i'm putting it in your front pocket right now you're gonna you're gonna leave with this okay but it's basically reminding you to like really make a note of checking in with people of checking in with your friends Of really every now and then, and they may be people who you know are perhaps, quote unquote, suffering, or maybe people who you don't even know are suffering. And literally every now and then just be like, hey, like, you know, like, how was your day? Like, how's it going? Like, do you want to get coffee sometime? Like, I'd love to be able to catch up sort of thing. Those type of things are incredibly valuable, you know, because like sometimes there may be people who like that is... You know, they're in a place and they might be in like a really dark space, and suddenly just having another person to talk to is incredibly valuable for them like suddenly like things start looking a little bit brighter things start moving in a different direction it allows them to shift their focus and sometimes like that's kind of like what happens like and again I've experienced this from my own periods of depression again I'm not saying it's clinical depression but it was depression uh, was just kind of the fact that you hyper analyze things your thoughts kind of get stuck on something and they and it will keep going in loops and you're kind of like replaying things and you're just like oh you're just you're stuck there kind of thing and then that's where again you you, people kind of need something to distract themselves so they'll turn to video games they'll turn to substances they'll watch a movie and again like those things can have a purpose but again everything with moderation but really reminding yourself that like sometimes it's going to be that conversation with someone that is really going to be valuable right like so you'll see people and they'll, they'll just be like you know they'll just but at the same time like you know, it, it, with anything, it's a balance. Um, you don't want people to become codependent on somebody else, but you do want to be there as a support. You don't want to be, uh, uh, you know, you don't want to be a crutch. You can be a crutch when they need a crutch. You can volunteer for that. But again, you kind of want to make sure that it's not there's, and this is kind of a key thing. There's a difference between supporting and enabling, you know, that's a very important thing. Cause like I have seen, I have been on the receiving end of things like even like within, Within the paradigm shift community and things like that, and I'm going to avoid any specifics and stuff, but there have, and again, this just, you know, heads up because this could happen to anybody who's organizing a paradigm shift meeting because you're opening up the space to lots of different people, but there's lots of learning opportunities within this. I've experienced circumstances where there have been people um who, again, like without judgment, have been exhibiting behavior that was just not healthy again I was perceiving it from judgment from from without judgment removing judgment and the best thing that I could do was actually to like block them to actually remove myself from the situation because me talking to them was only enabling like it was literally just like that's what they wanted they were feeding off the attention that I was giving them and it was a situation where they were like, they were ve- being very manipulative and lying and compulsive lying. And so, like, instead of me just being like, hey, I know you're lying, like, cut the bullshit or something like that, that would just result in more more drama, so to speak. So, again, in that sense, I'm just like, okay, like, I, I gotta... Even though I'm trying to help by talking to them, I know that sometimes me talking to them is actually just enabling. So, I gotta know, like, when to kind of, like, set my own boundaries in a healthy way. So, again, it's kind of like it's always going to be a different situation and you really have to kind of like be just kind of like feeling it out in the moment. But just, you know, just be aware of that, that you aren't unintentionally enabling somebody else's uh, sort of like bad behavior kind of thing while still kind of holding them accountable. And then, you know, down the road, and this is basically what happened down the road in that circumstance, the person kind of eventually came back to a place where they were a little bit more stable and they apologized and they were just like, hey, you know, like I'm really sorry that I, I was like acting the way I did there. And again, I was just like, you know, it's like, hey, like, it's okay. I hope you learn something from this. And again, let's keep moving forward and everything like that. And so it's like, and and even with mental health, like it's really something important where you have to, um, you have to almost like, it, it's, it's very peculiar because, and again, this was coming from my experience from having, uh, you know, like been around people with depression where like, you have to really feel. Find This balance where you're not taking things personally, but still holding them accountable to healthy behavior. So what you'll see with people who go through periods of depression, they may say things that are like really hurtful, like they may say some really disgusting things. And then like, sometimes you have to make sure that when in that situation, that you aren't responding to their frustration with frustration, you know, it's kind of like this idea, you respond to it with compassion, even if that compassion means rem- moving yourself from the situation because like if you were to just be like well you know f you for saying f you to me sort of thing then it just escalates right you kind of have to like see if there's like some sort of anger coming from See it as valid, acknowledge it as valid, but then also understand that sometimes, and again, this is very subjective. It's not all the time. Sometimes in that situation, it can really be the quote unquote depression talking, or it could be something else related to the mental condition that they're going through talking. So you kind of have to like hold space for that and kind of like let the, you know, let things kind of like run their course and then when they're in like a more stable place you can kind of like reapproach and you can kind of meet them halfway at the point where you're able to have that healthy discussion but yeah like with depression and stuff it's really important to just kind of like it's and and, and again it kind of like yeah, just not really taking things personally when it comes to helping people with depression, knowing that there will be moments where they might say things and they might lash out and their behavior might like reflect something that's not really true to how they feel, um, but it can still come forward sort of thing. Um, but another thing I was just going to hit upon real quick and I want to pass it around and maybe turn it over if you guys have something to say after this um, and, and also Luna as well, but you know, it, going into this higher conscious perspective, um, it's this basic idea that We, as a human, are very complex. And this is kind of a theory, kind of not. I'll just put it out there. You guys can kind of, you'll understand why I'm saying it. But basically, it's this idea that, like, there are, mm, we all have multiple personalities within us, is basically what I'm trying to say. Like, our soul is not just, like, one thing. Our soul is actually an amalgamation of of a bunch of different types of characters and shades and spectrums that make up the presentation of one being. And that's kind of how reality works, right? Where like, organisms are created by smaller organisms so and, a, and a, a person is actually created out of smaller persons that are kind of working together to kind of be able to you know like present themselves as one story as one person and you know it's even kind of interesting you look at the the pixar movie uh inside out i, I think that was what it was called and again like and even in that movie it showed like all the different personalities It showed like anger, joy, sadness. And uh, there's another one there. Um, But it it was kind of like showed them as different personalities within us. So it's almost like even within us, you know, there's like different parts of ourselves within us. And then again, for us, it's just kind of like, it goes back to almost like that wolf analogy, the black wolf and the white wolf inside of you. It's like, which ones do you feed type thing? And then again, trying to find that balance of like how they can kind of orchestrate together and work together, but understanding at the same time that like when it's in balance, it's almost unnoticeable. Things kind of move like seamlessly. But when things may be quote unquote slightly out of balance, this is often what we get where we do identify like, oh, like that person has a mental something or other, right? And this is where we start getting into like the multiple personality disorders. It's this idea that, you know, like our our body is like a car. But every now and then for some people, again, this is... I don't know for sure because I don't have the full higher conscious perspective on this. It's this idea that, you know, like for some people with personal, multiple personality... And again, I, I I don't even like using the word disorder, but condition. It's like literally... Uh, every now and then, the person driving the car will like switch seats. You know, like someone in the back seat will jump up to the driver's seat, and then they'll drive to the back seat. And this, and they talk about this. People with those conditions where they almost talk about the idea that like they're almost observing themselves from a third person while the things are happening. And then eventually, it kind of snaps back, and they're just like, "Oh shit! Like, did I just do that? Like, who was in control there? Right?" So it's like this really kind of quantum metaphysical thing that's actually um, happening there uh, on that level. And, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's one more other thing, uh, I was going to say, but I think I'll probably just save it and I'll come back to it later, but yeah, just kind of opening up the, the discussion. Cause again, I think I do feel that looking at things from that kind of like quantum level can kind of help us understand what's actually happening within like what we perceive as like different mental conditions and states and, you know, all, all these different terms that we use, uh, in a lot of ways, um. Okay, actually, no, okay, this is just a real thing because it's just a quick idea. Uh, there In the new movie, The Predator, again, this is like, Brendan, what the hell are you talking about? No, listen real quick. In the new movie, The Predator, which is like the new Predator movie, there's been like five so far. There's one thing in particular, and there's a young boy in it, and he actually has autism. But basically within the plot, it talks about the idea that this kid with autism is actually like a, a, a step up in the evolution of humans. And, and I've heard this before, and it's a really interesting idea where it gets into this, like, you know, sometimes we refer to them as, like, even the concept of, like, crystal children and indigo children. We always talk about these kids like having like ADHD and stuff like that and it's cuz they're like hypersensitive. And so it's like again, you know, just because someone appears like they perceive the world in this like slightly altered way, it doesn't make them like a disorder, it doesn't make them wrong or something like that. It's just like that is like another way in which consciousness can choose to experience itself as. But again, like oftentimes with people with autism, they have like very high intelligence. They see patterns and they're able to have like high memory, high like ability to recall things. And so it's really interesting again just the fact that this was in a movie but it's just an interesting concept to keep in mind as we continue this conversation of just the idea that you know like are some things that we consider a quote unquote disorder are they actually just like another branch within like our human evolution spectrum like is is that what's happening here where like physically we've reached a point where we're all kind of the same but now it's like our consciousness is kind of branching into different types of humans so to speak so there's like what we refer to as an autism spectrum and then there's like baseline human and then there's like other types of humans each one is kind of like having its certain role and has like something unique that it can bring uh to this reality so yeah i'll just kind of leave it there there's more stuff obviously to talk about but yeah opening up the mics um ron if you want to open up your mic you can and I'll, I'll pass it to you otherwise i'm going to pass it to turner if turner has something to say otherwise i'll pass it to luna uh turner give me a thumbs up if you want to say something otherwise we'll pass it to luna turner do you want to say anything yeah okay cool all right okay turner passing the talk and stick over to you dude go ahead man hello, hello. um
3: no I was, I was kind of listening to what you got with thoughts that came in my direction um you know with all these different mental um that are coming up um, there's a couple of common ones that a lot of people are facing today and that's anxiety and depression people today that suffer that have anxiety and depression and that's kind of a good thing i feel like these conditions allow us to have flexion um you know with like anxiety for example just to speak on that a little bit you know i feel like the reason why a lot of people are more um prone to having anxiety um today is because we are to somebody in a deeper level, and a deeper sense than we did before, or have um, social networks to expose ourselves to. We weren't exposed to hundreds of thousands of good and bad things about that. But, um, you know, I think it's just allowed us to become more sensitive being more sensitive we're kind of raising our able to experience you know we're able to by becoming more sensitive we're able to become more em- empathetic towards other people and you know, you know without being so closed down in our you know root chakra and our survival modes and our fear modes and all kind done of with depression, you know. Um, with all these different media's of being able to, you know, really get ourselves out, really like uncover the dirt that is behind ourselves, you know. Really, really getting say, I am as a person. What moves me? What motivates me? What I love? What I and Oh,
0: Turner's audio is really
3: uncomfortable choppy. Are really scared and also really ashamed of who they are the mistakes they've made and be you
0: know Turner your, all the your audio is getting like slightly more I, choppy and I'm not trying to cut you off but sorry just kind of like say a little bit more and I'm, and we'll try and get the transmission through and then we'll pass the talking stick hate to cut you off though
3: i'm sorry you just kind of cut out oh
0: i i was cutting out i was cutting out turner no you were cutting no i'm just joking (laughs) turner no i just i was literally just saying that that you were cutting out but go ahead and just kind of i just want to let you talk for a little bit longer but i'm just letting you know that it's like getting more choppy so it's getting harder to hear you so just kind of keep it short and concise and and we'll uh and we'll we'll encode whatever message comes through but go, go ahead dude just go for like another like 30 seconds or a minute hopefully it'll come through okay so
3: i feel like because we're able to be technology and how we are integrating technology into our daily lives it is you know, and not digging deeper within ourselves, a lot more um, social, mental, um, personal conditions are coming up as a way of not necessarily bringing us down, but as to govern what it is that is truly making us, you know, harming us, you know, anxiety is really just a tool to understand that what it is that we are sensitive to or what is making us so, um you know, anxious. Um, you know, it's what is making us anxious to begin with instead of just being blunt and dull and not necessarily feeling it at all. Also with depression, you know, it's, what is it that I feel shame towards? What is it that I feel horrible about? Or, you know, what am I back myself as of self-reflection to allow us to dig deeper within ourselves? You know, um, I guess that's kind yeah. of what I was. So I feel like a lot of people look at, you know, these things and they don't want to be like that. They don't want to be depressed. They don't want to be anxious don't be normal like everyone else. But, you know, I feel like they are gifts in a sense. They are gifts because they allow us the opportunity to be in tune with ourselves, to really begin to love ourselves and become more aware of what it is that we are truly moving toward. Word, man i hope i hope i was a little bit more clear that time
0: <laughs> it honestly it was still choppy but everyone listening was getting a good chance to practice their psychic abilities to be able to like piece it together and basically like i'll just <laughs> i'll just kind of recap and, and you can just kind of confirm for me because i want to be able to just confirm that what i heard you say um because it was good but yeah you're just kind of saying that like again like um Uh, you're talking about technology and how like that is also like creating anxiety. It's also creating a platform for us to be able to connect and observe, but also specifically the idea of like how situations where we are experiencing anxiety actually have a profound truth to them that is teaching us something that we need to look at as well as depression. It's, it's there's, there's a, there's medicine to the experience of having depression because it's like trying to show us like a deeper part of ourselves and, and if we just like turn ourselves away from these experiences then then we're actually kind of like avoiding uh like the potential growth that that's within them and so was that was, that was kind of what you were saying among amongst a couple other things That was
3: kind of touching
0: yeah yeah I was kind of... yeah and and again it's like it was just hard to hear completely with your mic kind of cutting in and out but but yeah <laughs> I think, yeah, we we definitely, yeah, got the got the gist of it, and and you're right, and definitely what you said, like the idea of like thinking about these different mental states as you know gifts, and and each one from like a soul level has something valuable there. So we don't want to just like people who are experiencing other states of mental health. We don't want to just like shove them aside. You know, we want to be able to help them, and and it's also again teaching. The rest of society, the rest of community, a lot about compassion, a lot about patience, a lot about being able to support each other, which is an incredibly, incredibly valuable thing. But, yeah, you know, again, with any sort of like emotion that we go through as human, I think it's always important that we like feel those emotions and and we be able to learn from them. Um, It's a complex issue, you know, it's a complex issue. and, And I think there's like a lot of different ways to be able to look at it and each situation is going to be unique. But yeah, Turner, um, look forward to, I mean, it's, I wish your mic was like perfect and stuff because I, I, and I know people in the chat are just like, they're like, uh, they're just saying like, I wish we could hear Turner better, but um, we'll still pass it back to you a little bit later and you'll just have to talk in like five second bursts. So (laughs) that's okay though. All right, Turner, thanks again. Was there anything else you just want to say real quick and we'll try and get the message through, but before we pass it over to Luna or Forrest?
3: There's, there's just this big topic there's just this oh yeah virtual people are kind of like shunning and saying that technology is bringing us down and that technology is mm. just creating and that we should really be putting away our phones and closing our computers whatever like i really do not feel that is the truth i feel like right out of balance and that's why a lot of people are suffering with all these stuff but I feel like now we're becoming more in harmony with it yeah. and I really like ready player one all these different messages are showing us how we can take and put it into balance and I, I do want to create an, a, another separate question about this because I really want to go in depth into. Facebook is destroying us and our relationships and our minds and I, I I agree with that in some ways, but I don't agree we're just bringing up these disorders within us that allow us to fix ourselves. I don't know, man. I, I really want
0: I really Yeah. Want to. I think that yeah, I think that yeah. got through. Yeah, again, just like the idea that like like this technology, like it's not just uh it's not totally just like a complete problem like it's also like creating space for solution as well it's like part of it yes that was part of it right i think so yeah cool well turner again man thank you thank you for sharing and yeah again you know like i think just look at the fact that like what we're doing here right now right you're right like it's not just technology that is like causing us to be depressed it's how we use technology because you have to keep in mind that technology is still nature because we're nature and we created technology so like let's use it as a tool be able to find the balance with it and again it's it's moderation like that's again where a lot of these cell like a lot of these like s- situations where people are developing anxiety and depression and things like that a lot of that can be controlled a lot of that can be fixed through adjustments in our lifestyle habits a lot of that can be changed literally by like changing the way we wake up in the morning changing our like self love i think a lot of it has to do with self-love right so it's like literally you know like you wake up first thing in the morning and the first thing you do is like put a phone right in front of your face and you just kind of like sit there for a little bit it's like no wonder you're gonna like wake up feeling kind of crappy or something like that like wake up don't pick up your phone right away. You know, like go get like, like get, get some water in you, do some stretches, get some sunlight, get some vitamin D and everything like that. You know, like there's all of these natural ways to be able to help, uh, people who are dealing with kind of like the, the cultural culturally created, uh, you know, like mental states that are often kind of thought of as like a negative thing. But again, right. Like, it's like, If you're suffering from like an anxiety and depression, then that is also the universe's way of teaching you how to be able to focus more on self-love. Because if you are experiencing anxiety and depression in a non-clinical sense, like in a non-clinically chemical imbalance sense, then that means that there are things that you can change in your life that can help you come back into balance. So yeah, like us experiencing anxiety and depression is basically like the body's way of being like ding 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 things are out of balance ding 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 pay attention ding 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 change something or else this is going to continue right so it's like really in a lot of these like mental health states and everything like that it really teaches us about sovereignty it really teaches us about self-resilience where it's like wow okay no one else is going to fix this i don't want to be taking drugs that are apparently going to quote unquote fix this I want to be able to create my own resolution and my own ways of again, coping. And again, and that's where like a lot of the things, like with some, with some of the mental health things, a lot of people need to understand that a lot of these things are going to be like chronic and they're going to be a part of people's lives. And maybe that's not absolute truth. I don't like, it depends on what you're talking about. But again, with a lot of the conditions, it's just like learning how to cope But again, like through that coping, you still learn how to live. You still learn how to love. You still learn to be able to like appreciate things uh, in, in a lot of like beautiful ways. So um yeah let's pass it over and again let's take but we got about 20 minutes until it's about one o'clock so let's wrap this up uh at the end of the broadcast i'm gonna refresh the patreon uh counter again we're still at 128 right now so if anybody wants to donate between now and the end of the show please feel free but focusing on the conversation uh luna i'm gonna pass it over to you i assume there's probably some things that you want to say i know you were chatting uh in the in the comments before so luna would you like to take the talking stick
4: Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, go for it. (laughs) Um, I have to agree with Turner too. I I think, um, like myself too, I've been kind of using, uh, social platforms, uh, like Facebook, uh, recently though, I know you mentioned before how Facebook kind of feels a bit more disconnected where it's like, okay, I want to talk about my feelings for now. And, you know, trying to cope towards mental health. And I find it's a lot of resistance of negativity or, you know, you just want to feel, you want to, somebody feel sorry for you, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I just want to have an open mind. I just want to throw something out there. I want to see if you guys have to say about it. But if it's too personal or something, that's understandable. Um, but recently, like Instagram, for instance, I'm finding it a lot easier to find a, a a platform to express and, and kind of inspire and, and use it as, as a means, um, you know, not to crutch on it either, uh, but, uh, just a, a safe place where I can be open-minded, uh, uh, positive, inspirational. Um, if I, you know, bad ideas with other people without having to kind of worry of a backlash that kind of Facebook kind of orients a bit too, you, you know what I mean? Um, which is kind of surprising, actually, because like how long we've had the, the platform in general and, and things that have come up since then, you, you know what I mean, um, where it feels like if you want to talk with mental illness, for example, how a lot of people just kind of shoot you down on there and, and, and stuff like that. And you're just like, I, I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not, I just just want to throw something out there. Like, again, like and maybe see if you can help me out, like just with an idea. In general, and and uh, and again, it's really surprising. It's kind of hurtful, but I'm really grateful that uh, I've been uh, just kind of um, broadening myself with different uh, websites um, in, in a same kind of platform, and and to be able to like what you said, kind of help others and, and not and not um, enabling it and, and help them be a crutch, but kind of like you know teaching a man how to fish, right? Uh, in that metaphor or if you want to call it a metaphor, uh, and way of thinking. Um, and at the same time, kind of helping ourselves just uh, to have an outlet where we, can, where we can express ourselves outwardly and without looking for judgment in general. And at the same time, you know, uh, just be like, hey man, if you need help, I'm here to listen. You know what I mean? Like, and, and stuff like that. So I think that's really good on both ends that it's bringing self-awareness to people Uh, slowly but surely but um, at the same time also helping us with a a space too that we can uh, feel safe in because it just seems like no matter where we go or what we do you know even within our uh, 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 places for example you know you get your neighbors and all that kind of crap Uh, I shouldn't say crap but um, just people in general around your area and if you're trying to find a space where you can just let it all out and also kind of be with people, too, that can just kind of all help each other out and just kind of go, hey, man, let's have this playtime, right? Like, just let's have this hour and let's, let's just do it, have some fun, it, you know, block ourselves from the world and just do and do it in a safe way, too, right? Like, and not do it in harmful ways. Like, and we mentioned about uh, drug abuse uh, and stuff like that, which I do understand on so many levels where it, it is a temporary heal, and i do know like and it makes me ashamed and it, it kind of and what you mentioned about kind of getting trapped within that right uh, I, i've um, gotten there so many times before as well and i find i finally found like through yeah through through here through technology and uh through the web and the internet this seems to be the only place that i found anywhere else where i came just be free, be safe, and and in a positive atmosphere with other people, like-minded, and even if not like-minded, just want to understand, and to just just shoot the shit, you know, like, and help myself in the process, because again, like, I I can't find anywhere else, anywhere except for here, you know, like, on, on stuff like this. It, it's amazing and it's, it's really helping me out. And I'm just, again, I'm so grateful to you that I found you. I do believe I have, I'm, I think, um, for my old Facebook too, I'm pretty sure I, I might've had you on my old Facebook, my original one, uh, the Lori McHen one and this is the one cause I, I got shut down for stupid reasons. But anyways, um, so I'm pretty sure that I, we've connected before. I just, uh, it's amazing to, kind of think that it's like I I just have this feeling that I know I've seen before, but you came back into my life again kind of at the right moment when I needed help and guidance when there was nobody else. I just want to say like thank you so much for having the space and creating this space for all of us. Like you're just amazing. You're amazing. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you as well, Luna. Definitely, definitely, like the feelings. You know, it's like super, just mutual appreciation all around. And yeah, again, you know, like I, I think you, you've really um, got me thinking about some key things there. Again, just kind of like, and and I invite us as a community to just kind of think about this together. Like when we're in a place that is considered to be, you know, like balanced or good mental health what does that often mean where are we usually and you kind of use that to kind of like give ourselves like a, a something to aim for right and i think when we're in that place where we feel good and, and therefore like we kind of like are in a comfortable position oftentimes it, it usually relates to um our soul being able to express itself authentically and our soul being able to kind of like share its voice and to be heard and and to be able to be like a part of something bigger, as well, seems to be like when we kind of like begin to um, and I guess this is almost the thing. It's like when we begin to kind of like find uh, purpose. And, and again, and this is where like for a lot of people, you've turned into other broadcasts. I've mentioned this in, in different ways, but I really feel that like for a lot of us as individual souls, we actually find our purpose through service. We find our purpose by like being able to show up for other people, because again, it's just like you don't have to be you don't have to have it all figured out in order to be able to help someone else. And, and I think that's again kind of like this idea that like as a community, like all of us like, that is, like, that is the reality. Like, all of us, and this is a really powerful word, all of us are, like, parts of, like, the fractured divine. And, and like, when you think about that, like, all of us came into this reality, like, with something, like, slightly discombobulated, something that was, like, exploded into a chaos. And then over our lifetime, we kind of, like, bring it back into a symmetry, so to speak. And so, like, you know, this is, like, This is another really powerful idea that I just want to be able to share. And this, this can kind of go beyond the topic and and I'd like to bring it in in future discussions, but it's a very, very powerful idea. And basically, and again, this is just kind of a concept. I want you guys to think about it. Let me know if it resonates with you. But basically it's this idea that like if you are experiencing something within your lifetime right now, then that means that you, as a soul, are actually experiencing it to be able to transmute it on behalf of the collective. So, like, if you, and and this is like a, this, see, like, suddenly this can get, like, really, really heavy, but this is a very, very, very powerful idea that I want to be able to share with you, because I think for a lot of you, it could totally shift things, like, right now, just for me explaining this. For example, people who have experienced, like, trauma, in their life specifically in like you know like relations like personal trauma if you're experiencing that trauma and you are healing through it then you healing through that isn't literally just within your own story that is literally healing it on behalf and as a part of the entire collective so like your trauma that you are healing is actually the exact same trauma that that the entire like mother earth is going through. And so when you think about that, it's like a micro macro sort of thing. So you think about like the mother earth right now, it's like, my goodness, we're destroying her. It's like, there's obviously, if you're thinking about the planet as a conscious being, which is something we talked about last broadcast, you must think that like, clearly there's some sort of trauma that's going on. And then, so again, yeah, like Turner's just saying, like taking one for the team, That that's what I'm getting at because this is such a powerful idea because suddenly when we realize that we as soul have actually chosen this is the key concept literally chosen to come into this incarnation to be able to experience this trauma to be able to heal it you know it's like literally like the universe was just like you know it's like it's 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 standing like imagine you're in you're up in the higher dimensions and you're signing up for earth and stuff like that and you're like filling out your forms and everything like that and and there's like a questionnaire on there and it'd be like would be like, check off the following things that you would like to alchemize on behalf of the collective. And you, you know, you got a few things on there. You got they'd be like, Oh, uh, you know, like trauma of, uh, you know, like sexual abuse be like, okay, okay. You know, like, uh, extreme loss. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do that one too. Right. And then it's just like, um, okay. You know, like, uh, loneliness. Okay. I'm going to check that one off too. Right. And then, so suddenly it becomes this thing where it's just like, Holy shift. Holy shit. Like as a soul, like, seriously, for anyone out there who has gone through or is going through trauma, thank you. Like, from a soul level, literally thank you. Because you need, to, like, I want you to understand, and you already know this from, like, a higher level. And, again, this is just words. Think for it how, and if it makes sense for you. But, like, you literally are a brave soul that carried that burden with intention for the team for the collective it's not like you're just like oh i'm just suffering and this is my hell it's like no you chose to go through hell so that you could come out the other side to be able to alchemize it to be able to be even stronger so like anybody who's been like going through any sort of trauma any of those lows and everything like that like straight up you are like a brave soul and If you haven't yet, really take a moment to really honor that because I think there's probably a part in you that would be like, wow, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Suddenly that like changes things just a little bit where it's like, okay, I can see myself like coming out of this stronger. I can see myself coming out of this with even more courage and in a way that's going to be able to shine a light that's going to be able to help other people on their path as well. So, I mean, again, that is, like, a super powerful idea because it changes the story where it's from, again, from victim to victor, and from that soul level, like, that's, like, holy fuck. Like, a soul has to be really fucking brave to take on that trauma, but the truth is is that this you do not take on anything in this reality that you can't handle, and so if there's something that's, like, that you're going through, it's because you chose to carry it because you can. And, like, that's the thing where, again, kind of, like, you have to almost look into the future, exactly what we were talking about earlier. You kind of have to, like, know in the future that, like, that future already exists where you have already, like, maintained and and achieved, like, a state of, like, healing and harmony. So the healing that you are doing inside yourself is literally healing on behalf of the collective, is literally healing for the collective, So as you balance yourself, as you work on yourself, as you heal others, as we heal each other as a community, we are literally healing like freaking the entire grid. Like it's crazy, but it's the only way it could happen. It's the only way it could happen. And another thing that's really important is to understand that it's not all of this stuff that we are healing has literally been passed on to us through generations, through our ancestors. And that's a crazy thing too, because it's just like, holy shit, you know, like Everyone, everyone has like this quote unquote darkness inside of them. And our reality is literally about it. Our reality is a quest to, to, for balance. That is our reality. You know, no one came into this reality, like, like with absolute balance, like no one chose a life where it's just going to be absolute balance. We all chose a life where we fall out of balance in order to be maintained balance. And so like the, again, just kind of like the traumas that we are healing within this lifetime have actually like been passed on to us from our lineage from our ancestors. And so it's crazy to think about that that the darkness that's inside of us sometimes you'll observe that, you'll observe this darkness and it's really weird because it's just like it's not like it's you, but it feels like it's something that you're carrying and it's just like you're just like what the frig? Like like I know I'm not like an evil person, but I'm carrying this darkness inside of me and then what we do is we choose like how best to heal it and then at what point to kind of like like what do we bring with us moving forward sort of thing you know the darkness will kind of like get us to a certain point and then it'll be like be like okay darkness like this is where you and i go separate ways like you know like you've taught me a lot and i'm grateful for this i'm a stronger person because of you but my willpower is making the choice where you're staying here And I'm choosing what I'm bringing with me into the future sort of thing. And honestly, like this kind of goes into like a lot of stuff with like the, the, um, like the, the wounded masculine, this is being, and obviously the wounded feminine. And again, this is coming up up a lot through like, you know, like sexual trauma and again, like the me too movement and everything like that. Like this is like, it's, it's a bigger thing that's happening kind of from like that conscious level. But yeah, it's like a super important thing. Uh, in terms of like the healing that is taking place so again if like if you're if you've observed that if you've observed the darkness inside of you like there's a way where like while still being accountable it's almost like you kind of like observe the darkness not as something that you are but something that you're carrying so that you can transform it and so that you can choose like what you'll be beyond it once you choose to kind of like leave it at a certain point so um, but yeah, uh, I just want to pass it over to Luna. I feel like with what I was talking about earlier, I felt like you were kind of like vibing off that and stuff like that. So I just want to give you a chance if there's like anything you want to share and we're getting close to the end of the broadcast. So we'll, we'll wrap it up with any closing points pretty soon too. But, um, yeah, the, the thing I was talking about earlier about like really like choosing to carry this traumas and experiences and again, like the mental health things and everything like that. Um, how did that resonate with you, Luna? And uh, Luna, I'm not sure if you have your microphone open right now. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I turned up the wrong one. Okay, Luna, go ahead now. You're good. Talking to uh, you.
4: You're giving me a, a a mind right now. Um, that I can resonate a lot with. That actually, I, I myself have dealt uh, dealt with um, uh, traumas. Kind of dealing with them now still. Uh, in and very um, much of the aspects of almost everything you've been talking about. Um. And that is just, it's, I, I'm just like just taking it in right now. And I'm just like, wow, that's, that's where I am. Um, that's what I'm realizing. Uh, that's what I've been working for for so long of my life. Uh, and, and, um, yeah, it's just like, it's just my, it's just blowing my mind right now. Uh, that, uh, that I, I kind of felt like I was the only one to think this a little bit here too. But I do totally agree, too, as well, uh, what you're saying, that um, you can turn the darkness into a light. I've learned to, uh, to find that light within the darkness, within myself, t- to come to terms with my darker self, even with my schizophrenia. Also, i remembered, you know, it's not just that I have to deal with. I have to deal with, you know, the human aspect of our egos um, and stuff like that. And just come into terms and it's like you know what let's just try something different let's embrace it let's love it let's share the space within ourselves and let's see what happens and it's amazing that like in the last year out of everything i've ever tried before and something just completely out there that this seems to be um and it's good affirmation to for me to see this uh, as well that that uh that i am on the right path and uh, my experience is here too is driving me to want to to help others again like i do again understandable that some people can turn it around and and turn it into themselves and i do understand that completely i i was there before a long time ago as well and um i, I but i i just wanted to fight i had this belief deep down it's like no i can fight i can i, I there's got to be another path there's got to be another way there's got to be a light in the tunnel just like why and also just, I guess, uh, like when you mentioned introverted time, kind of just taking myself out of that time space and, and turning it around and going, hey, why don't I look at a different perspective instead of looking at a darkness as evil, blah, blah, let's look at it as it's maybe the good guy, right? And, and it's kind of, it's not as easy as it kind of sounds, you know, it's, it really does um, push you to your limits within yourself too. And then we kind of put that element of intention out there and then see it happen uh, around you and within you. Uh, again, I'm totally at that space also right now as we speak. It's a space I've been in since I've, I've been born, uh, probably in other reincarnations. But I do feel like an old soul, so I feel like this is something I've been working on for who knows how many reincarnations and stuff like this uh i also feel like i'm finally reaching that point that um it's great to hear stuff like that to help me also to uh get more clarity um uh to where i want to go what means i need to do next what can you know help plan for and maybe to have my uh, dream come true i guess kind of like a dream come true a little bit where again i've always had um fire to want to help others again i could have let it destroy me i could have just let you know that that passed down generations like you said it can pass down generations i wanted to even as a kid and i i've accomplished that you know and um it's just again great and it's blowing my mind that i'm i'm seeing this in front of me and it's great that you uh that you understand about this and, and it's just yeah this is amazing actually i and I can I just relate with all of it, absolutely. And, and you know I would love to talk more about it, mm-hmm. and and get myself more collected. And I just feel more direct now. I know I more. Uh, I feel like I got more direction. There you go. If that makes sense, yeah. Totally. Totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and, and honestly, just, like, hearing you express that is, like, very empowering uh, for all of us. It's, it's, it's really meaningful for me to be able to, like, hear you say that because, again, you know, like, like within, within this project, um, as we kind of get close to wrapping this up here, I'm just kind of talking in a broad sense here, but, you know, like, within this project, guys, girls, humans, souls, shifters, alchemists, you know, like, I I want you to be able to understand that, like, as my role as, like, team captain, you know, and things like that, like, I want to, like, be here to assist you guys. I want to be, like, a coach, a teammate, a captain, a leader for each of you guys because I want to be able to see each of you guys, like, continue to step into the best version of yourself, not just for, like, my own satisfaction because that doesn't even make sense, but knowing that through your growth, you will impact others. And again, like the impact of this project happens beyond what even reaches onto the internet, beyond what even reaches within this broadcast. It's how we carry ourselves in our day-to-day lives. So again, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Like through these conversations and everything like that. And and even, you know, for for people obviously who have been doing like one-on-one sessions with me, reminding you guys that you guys can message me about those. Like a lot about those is really just helping you guys get additional clarity and and, and inspiration and guidance, but really realizing that it's like oftentimes, like all of those answers are inside of you already. And it's usually the discussions and the questions and the reflection that kind of bring it up to the surface. So it's a really powerful idea because if you're observing that, like simply here within this broadcast, think about how that can be applied to people in your life. And like literally one of the things that I want everyone here to get better at because we can all get better at it is holding space. That is such a powerful thing and such a needed thing and such a healing thing like that all of us can get better at. And like, that is one of our superpowers to be able to hold space. Cause sometimes people just need that. They just need to be able to like be heard and be understood. And through there, like that's where they can continue to grow. And so, you know, like, like with, you know, Luna, like speaking to you directly, like, I would love to be able to encourage you and anybody else listening to this to be able to like share some of your inspiration through a future quest journal that we have through the website. Because, again, like that's exactly why we've created this platform to be able to share our stories, because, you know, like on the Internet, like people like flashy memes and flashy videos and everything like that. But what people are looking for now is like the authentic human story like that's actually something that we haven't seen a lot of in the last little while. We've all been paying attention to flashy things on our screen that are actually like digitized and rendered and stuff. What we've been missing is like the human story, the human heart. So through the future of the project, you know, I'm really again inviting you guys. So again, you know, Luna as an example, I think there's a beautiful story there to talk about a bit about your journey and how like you said, you've literally kind of like shifted and found a friend in the darkness. And this is like such a Like, and I'm not saying this to devalue it, but it's such a common story. Like that story that Luna is going through is going to be something that all of us can relate to. And again, you know, just kind of like moving into wrapping this up, there's a great video online that I would encourage you guys to go up, uh, go look up. And it's basically about like an alternative theory to the matrix where actually like it's, it's the whole concept that the one isn't Neo. The one is actually agent Smith. And basically it's this whole concept that applies to our spiritual journey where like it's if we were just light all the time. We wouldn't actually accomplish what we came here to accomplish. It's actually the darkness that is the true hero because the darkness like activates like more of who we are. It brings it beckons the light into its purpose. sort of think, you know, if like if there was no Agent Smith, like Neo would just be like, you know, he wouldn't have anything to do. Right. So like we need the darkness to kind of like catalyze. To create the dynamic, create that like that 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 cyclical vortex, that dyadic cyclone. So yeah, it's just like a very powerful idea. So it's again, it's just like we gotta shift the paradigms on how we view our darkness. And again, you know, tying it back into mental health and everything like that. Let's look at mental health as a way to be able to teach us as a community how to show up for each other better, how to be more understanding, more empathetic, more sympathetic more intuitive with each other and also being open to kind of like what these different mental states are here to teach us and how they are actually leading us back to balance while still being able to really find like value in what each and every person has to bring to this reality because again you know like uh, and I and I know you guys already know this, but like some of the most instru- inspirational people on this world are people who have like mental, quote unquote, disabilities, right? Like you'll see this sometimes. It'll be like, wow, OK, like there's that 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 boy or that girl who has like Down syndrome. And yet as a soul, look at what they do. It's not like they're like in a place where it's just like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, I feel sorry for them. But as a soul, they came there with a purpose to be able to inspire others and even like related to like down syndrome. I feel there is something very powerful where like a person with down syndrome has like kind of like they maintain a childlike perspective on things that teaches us how to be able to see the world as like through that childlike perspective as an adult and kind of like balancing that. So again, it's just like you can begin to understand how every single like dynamic of the human consciousness has a reason to it. Like, it's not like, again, the universe isn't just here because it's like punishing us. The universe isn't a bully. The universe will give us exactly what we need for our best growth. So, whether that be through something that you're experiencing personally, know that your story can be an inspiration for others who may be going through certain things. Know that it's calling you into like more responsibility and more of your creative potential to be able to really shape your reality, knowing that you have the tools and the resources and the coping mechanisms. A lot of times, like, even with depression and stuff like that like a lot of times like even and again this is kind of a generic thing i'm not trying i'm not trying to bastardize like what i'm trying to say here but you know even just like getting into a meditation practice can be very beneficial for people who may be going through you know like even various states of like mental conditions again like even like ocd's and and again depression and stuff like that again i know i'm speaking very general here and this isn't from direct experience um it is from having done like having gone through experience but i don't have ocd maybe i do i don't know but no i guess i don't Um, but, and I'm not joking about that either, but again, you know, like through, through using your tools and your tools are, you know, meditation, your diet, your exercise, your social interactions, music, paying attention to what your spiritual diet is. This all affects you. So like, if you're feeling like you're out of alignment, don't just blame it just purely on the condition. There is a truth to that but you have a million opportunities in front of you to be able to still like maintain and achieve balance and seek balance and strive for balance. And really to be able to like, you know, just like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's amazing how, you know, kind of like it, it's, it's liber it, We are, we're kind of like creating a path for our own liberation and it's one that will kind of like st- call us into a, a higher place of our own willpower and creation and everything like that. So it's a very powerful and, and, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a story that is really something that we need to honor more as a collective. We don't want to just like take all these like mental health things and just put them in a box and just be like, I don't know what's going on there. I think when we start to look at it from more of that spiritual perspective, I think it actually starts to make more sense. I think we can understand it. And again, you know, like the truth is we as humans are freaking hyperdimensional by nature. Again, like the fact that it's amazing that like regular, you know, like baseline normal consciousness even exists in the first place. The fact that I'm even able to like be here and like operate a computer or drive a car and, and express coherent sentences to you, that's freaking amazing because like a slight, a little adjustment to my dial and suddenly this reality is like completely discombobulated and I am struggling to coordinate myself. And then again, and I think that's where like with many of like the mental health things, that's what kind of like what's happened. It's just like the dials just slightly adjusted. And then like, that's where we start getting into the hypersensitivity and the OCDs and the ADHDs and everything like that, you know? And, and it's just kind of like, you're more aware of like the, the hyperness of this reality. So again, it's just kind of like, it's kind of understanding like how, how this reality works on a metaphysical level, kind of piecing it together within the concept of mental health, understanding things and, and really understanding that, you know, even people with like OCDs and, and, and any of like those type of things, like those people that like if you have OCD, I guarantee you, maybe not guaranteed, maybe that's a high word to use, but I am quite adamant to lean towards the idea that people with OCD and things within that nature Probably have the potential to be more attuned with certain spiritual gifts, so to speak. So like people who may be OCD, maybe like they're, they might have like better foresight. Their dreams might be different. Their creativity might be different, but essentially it's like they are, you know, we're all channels for source consciousness. And so it's not like we are just our OCD. It's like we are a beautiful and, and vibrant channel for consciousness and we just happen to have something that we label as OCD sort of thing but it's just like if you're an, if you're a person who kind of like has this understand that that is not the the absolute definitive definition of who you are that there is another side to your quote unquote OCD and and, and again kind of what we were saying like there's a gift to that there's a gift to that so like what happens if you as a soul can really understand that like you checked off the box that said like this was going to be a part of your reality for a purpose. And again, even if that purpose is to just be able to like inspire others to still be able to like live your life, like, and and to be able to, again, like look, and this is what we were talking before to really look at all of these different things as teachers, to look at our depression as a teacher, to look at, you know, like any of these different things as a spectrum, as teachers, it's teaching us about ourselves. So are we present there as students? So it's uh one eleven right now, so I think that's a good time to wrap this up. I'm just gonna again really just give one more pass with the talking stick. It's just Luna, Turner, and myself, and thank you again to everyone else who's been a part of this broadcast. Shout out to the people in the YouTube chat. You guys are rocking it, man. Putting lots of love, been lots of lots of hearts and moons and eleven elevens going up uh, for the past little while. So <laughs> awesome and again just uh some shout out to luna i just want to read some of the comments there from uh, unconditional love uh saying you're so strong luna thank you so again you know even just something like that like that's like super it means a lot right like it, it like it suddenly makes you emotional where it's just like oh my god like my journey is seen like it's so powerful right so luna i'm just gonna bring up your microphone um if there's anything any closing message that you want to be able to share with people and just any gratitude that you want to express and we'll wrap up this circle in next minute so go ahead luna and thank you
4: again. I, I feel like I'm going to turn into a tomato right now with that compliment. Uh, thank <laughs> you. so much. For that. I'm going to be a Scottish tomato over here pretty soon. <laughs> thank cut, you. Cut. Um, uh, I just want to finish off saying that uh, this is a great experience and to be with all of you, even on YouTube as well. And Turner and Brendan uh, and everybody that was here with us earlier. I, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much. I, 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 just, I just don't worry to express how much I, how gratitude I have for this right now. So, thank you guys so much. And, you know, keep, keep fighting. Uh, you, you know, we're here to support one another. We can do this, you know, we got this.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Yes. Thank you, Luna. <laughs> Super inspirational. Yeah. So, awesome. All right. And, uh, <laughs> Turner, I'll just pass it over to you. Anything that you want to share, keeping in mind that your microphone's a little choppy, probably, but go ahead, dude. Pour it out
3: I um let me add at the moment
0: say that again it, like honestly it cut out like halfway through the sentence you, you're, you're okay kind of
3: <laughs> have anything else to add at the moment okay, cool I'm just kind of
0: yeah that's cool man yeah and, and you just uh, as we close it off any just gratitude that you want to express
3: um I'm grateful for this space that we are creating. I'm grateful, for, and for the people we are reaching to, and I'm grateful to even have this experience for myself. You know, and through here, moving forward, for the momentum, we will continue to create.
0: Awesome, sweet. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you as well. And yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, just. I've, I say this all the time, but like victory is a shared success. so for everyone who is listening to this broadcast, like energetically, you are a part of this, right So for the people who are listening to this in the future, you're still energetically like holding space for this discussion and and simply by being here and listening, like thank you because you know you're taking this this frequency, this vibration, and you're you're bringing it with you and everything. So again, you know, just reminding you guys that like please like, I, there is a lot of value in what we are creating here as community i have known this but it's been really exciting to kind of see it really becoming even more actualized especially within the last couple months now that we've gotten into some really solid routines and consistency as community and so again you know as a reminder moving forward into these broadcasts if you're a person listening to paradigm shift and pass it on to your friends let them know even share this specific episode and be like oh this would be a good one to listen to right and invite them to be a part of this because i know that there are more people out there who are looking for things like this they're looking for for that that sustenance uh, within like online community that's a little bit different and I do feel that you know what it is that we're creating together there's something very very powerful there and again you know what comes out of that is inspiration and healing and focusing towards shared objectives and accomplishing them as a team so yeah, thank you again, everyone, so much. Uh, we're we're going to wrap this up. And so uh, as we do this, I'm just going to mention uh, what we got coming up in the future. Uh, I'm going to refresh the Patreon link. So again, as I'm doing this, uh, we're at 128, 747 per month right now. And uh, again, that's like a rough estimate. That's not always accurate and stuff. But I'm going to refresh this right now and uh, we'll see if there was any new Patreon donations during this broadcast. And honestly, it's like, if, if it wasn't, that's totally cool because I know a lot of people are donating uh, in between between now and the next broadcast as we go. And uh, it looks like we're still, I think it's just refreshing. Yeah, so we're still at 128. And honestly, I love that number anyway. So that's a huge number to be at. And again, we're working our way up. You know, we're going to make it past 150, we're going to make it past 175, we're helping support people in the community, we're getting people awesome gear and supplies, their shifter booster kits, we're really, really providing like some amazing value through shared alchemy as a team. So again, if you're listening to this broadcast, maybe you're new, maybe you've been listening to a while and you really dig like the authenticity of what it is that we're creating here and the vibrations of what we're putting out, Please feel free to add your donation at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And again, that's a monthly micro donation of three to ten dollars. Donate what works for you. Ideally, we want people to continue donating for as long as possible. If you need to put your donations on hold or if you have a change of heart, that's totally understood. But again, doing this is a great way to be able to hack the matrix through micro donations and completely just like creates like this form of regenerative passive income for the entire community and again eventually we'll have that at like two thousand three thousand five thousand like just wait till we get to 2020 right so like this this is a spaceship that we are building together this is a kingdom that we are building together so thank you again everyone for for adding your energetic support to it in the many forms that you do not just the financial so Because I know there's a lot of people that are just like, I would love to support this, but I'm just like, you know, I'm raising, I got to focus on myself and everything right now. And that's totally cool. You know, I've said this to a lot of people, but like keep putting your energy where you need to, because that's all part of the bigger story. So again, you know, just like equal, equal gratitude to everyone in whatever way you are supporting, just making that super clear. So, um. Again, check the links in the bio in the info for this video. You can also donate single donations at paypal.me forward slash Brendan And again, be sure to check us out on iTunes at Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes. And uh, again, if you aren't already yet, be sure to subscribe to youtube.com forward slash Skull Babylon. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Mystic Spider Man. That's where we're putting up like daily posts with daily inspiration. A lot of cool stuff has been going up there. And again, that's where we're reaching a lot of people. Like Instagram is the main channel right now in, in a lot of ways. And what I'm going to be doing in the future is building Instagram to really be able to like continue to lift up other people to feature other people within the community so uh, be sure to sync up with me there quick shout out to Daniel Moore who actually donated $1 within the super chat near the end of this episode so Daniel thank you so much man even just that you know that's a that's a very powerful gesture so the super chat is like the YouTube chat people can donate there in the future we'll utilize that a little bit more in the future but again thank you for sharing that uh, in this moment Daniel as well so um yeah with that said I'm uh, just kind of double checking to make sure that, um, yeah, so future broadcast, and then this is the last thing, and then you know you guys can go out there and go kick some butt, is um, reminding you that next the next broadcast that we have this coming Sunday is our regular Global Guided Meditation, and again, that's at Sundays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I got some cool ideas for this upcoming one. Stay tuned if you want to find out what that is, and again, you can go back and check out past broadcasts as well. Next week's broadcast on Thursday is going to be a Paradigm Shift Dream class, so letting you know now so that you can prepare ahead of time. Again, that's it's going to be October 18th at 9:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Thursday. And again, dream classes where we talk about dreams, lucid dreaming, astral projection, metaphysics, and it's a place for us to be able to share our dreams and it's also leading up to it an opportunity for us to be able to like create accountability for ourselves. So, reminding you, if you're like showing up for dream class and you just want to be able to get more involved with your dreams be sure to write down your dreams ahead of time put in that intention to put in that focus this could be a great excuse or a perp or a motivation for you to even like cut back on cannabis going into the broadcast um i'm saying that because like that's personally like something that like i i usually do that like like going into the dream class broadcast i'll be like okay this is like a great you know it's just like going to do that. I'm just going to like not smoke cannabis, like throughout the week and things like that, going into the dream class. That's kind of like my way of being able to show up for my dreams while also showing up for the team, uh, in that sense. So stay tuned for that broadcast as we, uh, get into that. And, uh, the next broadcast after that, which will be on the 25th, 26-ish, whatever the Thursday is the week after that, is going to be, the 25th, is going to be the uh, Paradigm Shift Central Destiny School about spirits, um, Sasquatch, and the Paranormal. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be a fun one. Again, it's going to kind of obviously be in theme with Halloween. And we're going to be talking about like some spooky paranormal stuff, a very broad topic. So bring your ghost stories and um, yeah, we'll we'll have some fun with that one. So uh, again, thank you so much, everyone, for being a part of this. Be sure to check out more at ParadigmShiftCentral.com. Get your shift buttons through QuestItemShop.com and also other items as well. And uh, be sure to leave your comments afterwards. Let us know what you thought about this. And again, from here... Take this inspiration, take these conversations, allow them to just kind of like sit with you, permeate, connect the dots as you continue to ask questions. Everything is information. Keep thinking for yourself. Continue these conversations with other people in your community, reminding you to think about creating a paradigm shift community where you are. There is a potential within inside of you. Consider doing free hugs, connect with people, find your purpose through service. So for all the shifters out there, for all the light guardians out there, just taking a moment here as I just connect with my breath, inviting you guys to connect with your breath. We'll just end on a nice calm note. Just breathe into this intention. Just take an extra moment here. So just thanking everyone for being a part of this dream. As we continue to merge the many streams of consciousness and all the ways in which it sees this reality as it comes to be. As we create this world with the magic of our art, as we transform it through the alchemy of the heart, we are stronger than we know. We are brighter than it may seem. And through the balance of both the light and the dark, we will become what we have always been. The center point, the middle, the truth that is within, we are the infinite balance. And we always have been and always will be. So, That's your journey. You are literally the balance like in case you didn't realize that like jedi right bringing balance to the force and everything that's why we're here like quite literally if if everyone swept their own doorstep the whole world would be clean that is the solution to in it to to world global change is by cleaning our own doorstep by working on ourselves and then we help others as we continue to help ourselves so it's a cyclical thing so awesome great job everyone really happy round of applause for everyone good job guys i'm gonna bring up the microphones for for turner and and luna and we're just gonna say good night to everyone so say say good night guys make 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 some noise give a give another round of applause to everyone tune into this so thank you so much and yay good job everyone you guys, so job, everyone. Like, you guys oh, did great oh, <laughs> oh, oh. give them a couple wolf owls guys oh, oh. wolf owls in the chat too Awesome. All right. Thank you guys so much. As always, this is Brandon, aka Skull Babylon, aka Wolf Shield. Keep it shifty, and we'll see you in the future. Much love. Bye,
4: guys.